Welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart episode 8. I actually remembered and even put it in the title, which is kind of new for me. But hey, welcome everyone. It's our, our weekly Thursday, we get to be little animals and, and stuff show. And slowly the wood, the wood burns down around us and the bandits <coughs> hijack all the goods and food and things for people to survive. But other than that, it's, it's, doing, it's doing pretty good. It's doing pretty good. So hello, cast. I know we've been chatting for a little while. We've been talking about uh, Twitter arguments and how some people feel that a Twitter argument is the absolute place where they need to go die on this hill that they've built for themselves. And it's kind of, kind of funny. We won't go into too many details of it because otherwise we'll just talk about, you know, really terrible people for a long time. But it's kind of funny. Kind of funny. Um, Maliveth, how have you been? What's going on? And I know you've been playing some, uh, some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Have you been enjoying it? Yeah. Uh, What's so been Jackson your favorite thing game. so far? Oh, it's nice. Fun. Yeah, thank Very you. Very cool. It's a blast. I didn't think I'd like it because I can't, I don't like the actor's face. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He has that face. I just recognize it from other things and it just takes mm. me out of the story and I wish mm. I could give him a mask. But I guess there's a mod to change his face. It gives him some, some beard action, which hides a lot of it. So I'm going to try and check that out. But otherwise, it's a lot of fun. I like it. I like doing the swingy sword lightsaber thing. Just go. And you can make it like a periwinkle color, which is pretty snazzy. Periwinkle? That's yeah. like oddly specifically colored. That's kind of awesome. I, I thought they were only came in like primaries and purple, but I don't really know much about Star Wars, so that's not really saying a whole lot. They got rid of all the old stuff. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Wow. What's the little robot's name? Because there's always a cute little robot. So what's what's the little one with the like the legs? Like BD. BD. Something. Okay. Okay. Something. Like, he calls it Buddy because it's cute. Ah, uh, BD. That. Little buddy. Mm, maybe just forgets the name and he calls them Buddy. Probably. You know, like hey Buddy, hey guy. Hey. Doesn't actually remember what it is, but yeah. What's been? <clears throat> I heard because one of my friends was like, oh, I like it, but I don't fight enough like. Sith guys with lightsabers or whatever, I fight a lot more like frog creatures. You find the balance to fighting people over creatures to be sufficient, or do you fight more creatures than you do people? I like fighting the people because you can swing around and block and do a bunch of stuff, and they teach you how to, like, you know, fight the people and do good at that. But then when they throw you up against a force user, you can't use any of the things that you're used to using. So oh, wow. it's, it, I got really mad fighting my first lightsaber. That could be a dude. little jarring. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know what to do, and I don't like change. I don't like learning <laughs> new things. I don't want to figure respect that. something out. I can I can respect that. That's pretty good. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying die. it. BD one is what I'm getting from chat. Okay. BD one. Right. Buddy one. One oh, buddy. buddy. Oh, okay. Bonus stage, Rob. I like your sweater, buddy. That's pretty neat. Thanks, man. When's, I made your it next myself. trip self to the Kame house. Are we gonna go together and get trained up? Uh, gosh, I hope so. Can I be Krillin so I don't have to do anything about seven seasons in? Ow, but also true. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, come on. Also I mean, you're not wrong. Android wife? Is that? I mean, is that how that? As I can't remember if she was my first cartoon crush or Kim Possible was, but one of them. Oh, was. that's ooh, true. Uh, I don't remember mm, which came first. Maybe Lola Bunny though. Yeah, Lola oh. Bunny made me question if I was a furry or not. 
Yeah, that but I was like way too Goof young Troop. to know if that was a thing. Or not Goof True. Troop, Goofy movie. Yeah, yeah Roxanne. Mm. That was not an animal. That was just a <laughs> human ass <laughs> woman human with her woman. nose painted. <laughs> yep. That was not an animal. <laughs> that was just, oh, she, she okay, oh, she go. Oh, she go. Goth girlfriend. That's true. Yeah. Oh. Was, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, uh, before we get down weird further segue. into that rabbit hole, I'm gonna, uh, Rob, how you been? <laughs> hey, you know, just thinking of my hot cartoon wife. <laughs> Oof, I'm ready to go have some arguments on Twitter about who has the best cartoon wife. All right, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you're wrong because my wife because is the wifeiest. I don't know, man. I've, it's been a long day. True. It's been a long life. Um, also true. I'm just packing. Yeah, you you almost yeah. done with uh, all the things? No. no. <laughs> okay. I'm happy to see that the the computer setup is the last thing to go. So it is, and I really, I really goofed. Um, I have a stream that I'm on on Sunday. Twitch uh, TV slash Game Nice is two G's. Okay, I'll say it at the end of the stream. <laughs> but um, the internet gets installed tomorrow. No, Saturday. Oh, nice. My new computer desk does not arrive until Monday, and I don't feel like moving my computer until I have a desk until to put desk it on. There. Yeah. So what do I do? <laughs> because I'm not going to have internet here, but I'm not going to have a computer there. So, you know, I'll figure it out. Zoom on my phone, maybe. Who's to say? I'll just lay in the middle of an empty house on my phone. <laughs> That's how I'm going to play with like yeah, roll 20 on, on the, the laptop. Floor. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Just on the floor. It's fine. We'll do it. It'll Sounds be great. Good, man. Awesome. Be, I've got life figured out, ladies and gentlemen. I can absolutely mm. tell. Good, man. Glad to have you here. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. Miss Simply Jackson, uh, as I can see those beautiful new nails that you have. I, yeah, I don't know if you great. guys have seen those on, on Twitter, well, if you follow her. But uh, they're super cute. And you did mention that you were going to go get them done. But they look yeah. super sharp I've been and dangerous. to go get them done for like, well, it was supposed to be only four weeks, just normal. And then the lady who does my nails got the flu and rescheduled me twice and canceled both times because she was sick. So it ended up being like seven weeks before I was able to get them done. And if anybody's ever had fake nails, it means they were about this long. Mm. And they were very sensitive to like anything I touched. Cause it was just like, and I'm, I'm type, I draw, I like play with my dog. I'm not somebody who's just like, okay, don't touch anything. Like I have to do a lot with my hands. So like everything was like this, like <laughs> drink, drinking was like, I couldn't. Very I, delicate. <laughs> so like when I went in, I was like real short, like real short, like <laughs> nothing, you know? It's but. just like very like dangerously sharp. Like you, yeah. you're just a, a very pink vampire, right? Well, Cause like all the- What we were doing was like something cute for Valentine's, but also like something cute for Valentine's. You know, like, you know that <laughs> yeah. meme of like the little sure. like stuffy chicken with the butter knife? That was like the realm we were I don't think in. I've seen that. You haven't seen it? Okay, I'm, no, I'll find it, it's okay. okay look, look, okay. chick with knife. Not even gonna lie. First thing that pops up, let's go. You think it'd be something else, it's not. Um, you sh I think you can post it in chat because you're a oh, VIP. I'm going to, oh, I'm going Hopefully. To. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but other than that, just trying to stream and stuff and making my Heck phone yeah. not go you off. You were playing a, a, a new game too, and I can't remember the name of it, but I did yeah. look it up on Steam, and I almost picked it up. I was like, wait, but Simply's playing this, <laughs> and I don't want to overlap with that because sometimes our streams overlap, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna. And no, now dude, I'm playing if Dream you Daddy. Play it, but, play it. You know. like, 
It's also uh, looks really hard, and I get really it's salty. Very about hard, it, so. and they just did an update like this week where they like literally all the updates and the patch notes were like, <laughs> it's harder now. <laughs> but there's more loot that drops. That's good. So, yeah, yeah, like, uh, cool. you cool. know, we made wolves even harder and more in packs. <laughs> great, but it's great if you like. It's like I've been telling everybody, it's like the combo of D and D and like Diablo two. So. You can play with mm. attributes of your character, and then you also know like dungeon crawling and equipment management and like inventory management 101. Um, but it's good. Excellent. Highly recommend, yeah. especially with it being on sale right now. So. True. Thank you. Yeah. Lady May, how are you? It was Tomato's birthday, so you can tell everyone what you told me about how Tomato celebrated the birthday. Yeah, he turned four yesterday, and he celebrated by throwing up on the floor. Yeah. As every good birthday should end, yeah. right? Yeah, some kind of, yeah. Yeah, he partied too hard by getting into Kiki's kibbles. Yeah, <laughs> and that didn't end well. Oh my god. Well, oh, uh, happy boy. birthday, Tomato. Um, but other than that, how are you, May? What's been going on? How's life in the in the Northland? Oh, it's actually snowing. We haven't haven't had a lot of snow, but it's snowing. Been working on stuffs, secret stuffs. Like secret here's a character stuff. sheet for my oh. RPG. <gasps> oh my gosh. So Actually, when do we working like, on things. <laughs> I was gonna say, when do we get to like demo that? <laughs> uh, get it, getting <clears throat> getting close. This is version 15 of this sheet I've made so far. So yeah. Wonderful. Getting yeah, close. iterative processing is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, cool, congrats. And I'm glad you're working on some stuff. Mm. Excellent. And honestly, can't wait to, to see the end result. It should be very, very cool. Hey, we have, I have a Twitch cup too. Look at that. That's pretty neat. Look at our little shaker bottles. That's fun. Okay. All right. Well, now, okay. We're all shills. <laughs> We're all shills. Dang it. <laughs> Everybody, get your G Fuel with my. I don't have a code. I'm just going to. Whatever. Uh, do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons as little forest animal creatures that are actually full sized and are trying to save a forest from burning down, but also there's a bandit incursion that's causing a whole lot of problems? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. I I, you know, I couldn't tell, but uh, let's um, let's roll for recap, everybody. Oh, Rob, did you get yours? Yeah, we're all <laughs> twitch chills. Look at us. I've got that one too. Oh, it's good. just somewhere else. All right. So everybody, roll me a uh, a d twenty slash slash r. Right? Is that is that? <laughs> I know I messed that up last time. Excellent. 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 Simply is is keeping the the high roll from the previous games that you were having. That's a nice little eighteen right there. Dagonet with a three, <laughs> Pez with a two, and Eli with a four. Wow, there's a lot of <clears throat> wow. Okay, let's see how this goes. That's a fifteen, which that does put simply right up at the top there. Please, would you recap what happened last week? Uh, it's so bad because I I last week was such a bad week for me that like. Uh, it was kind of a therapy session for me and less about <laughs> remembering things. So, what would Lucky remember? Um, so like, uh, we made it back from talking to that one guy over at the, uh, orchestra and then the trials for the orchestra for Pez because we want to make sure Pez gets what she wants out of life, including placing instruments in the orchestra if she wants to. Don't, don't tell somebody they can do something in the case. Let do it. So, we got the requirements. I gave us some gold so she could get in even though they said no more gold. Now she's still got my gold, not that I remember it. 
And then uh, we went over to her parents' house because we got back to Eliza's and there was still a crooked shelf. Hopefully they'll just cover that up. And uh, we found out, or we thought about, maybe we would need to bring some friends for the performance uh, at the... Uh... Is this like... Wait, am I two episodes back now? Uh, yeah, it's okay, but you can keep going. Dang, I can't remember. <laughs> you I can know, keep going. I know that we met with the... Oh, no, you're right. So we, we met with the council and the council was like, hey, bro, um, we found out we got to go out to the fortress because that's where all the information is coming from with these two little guys that we've been, um, I guess, getting info out of somehow. Um, and we we will provide you with a uh, like a guards crew from um, Alderheart to take you out there. But when it mm -hmm. comes to down to the incursion of going into the place, you guys are going to have to do without them. They're going to leave you and go uh, check out some of the other stuff that's going on, i.e. the very important big fires that are happening. So uh, we journeyed a very straightforward journey there, just straightforward, absolutely no misdirection. Um, got there uh, and started, God, I feel like I'm missing so much, but uh, we got a, lo a lot of the ways up the like traverse that's gonna be an uphill literal uh, walk and battle um, to this fort and talked about ways of plans of getting in, whether we were gonna pretend that Dagonet and Pez were captors or whether we were going to go in and uh, all pretend that we were part of like former Gambit or Gambit crews or whatever, not Gambit, uh, Bandit crews, Gambit, just throw, throwing cards, everybody. Um, and uh, we needed to rest uh, because it was getting late and we don't want to like, obviously, you know, Lucky knows that, you know, Bandits hide out places and like we need to make sure that uh, they're not going to pop out and get us. So we decided to camp and we were going to like potentially camp on some rocks and stuff. But Pez had this handy dandy necklace that was the nest necklace or necklace of nesting. I don't know what it was called. But it made this huge nest in the sky that we all slept on that night. Um, but only to find out that in the morning at pretty much sunrise, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there are now some Gambit Bandits that have Gambit bandits. <laughs> been have come upon us and our sneaky sneaky in the sky abode and now we're at the point where we yeah. need to realize what we're gonna do with them sorry i was like two weeks back my brain like, no no no, no i've this all, responsibility it's... this whole time so i was just like <laughs> you you have we had some people doubled up but you got that you had to do a full recap yeah so um last week uh pez ended up getting their harp uh and the competition and ended up winning the competition with a fantastic 27 performance role uh, blowing the DC that I had set way out of the water. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the council has requested that you go to the bandit stronghold up in the mountains, uh, gave you a little escort over there, and then they basically said, hey, we have to go take care of some other stuff, but you totally got this, right? You can go take out the bandit general, Benesaradin. So that is the current goal. And where we ended up, and this is a, a perfect little, little lead in here, and where we ended up was there were some very unhappy bandits patrolling around who happen to see a giant magical nest up in the air then shrink itself all the way down uh and you guys were <laughs> almost collapsed on top of one of them but in front of you are four mopok bandits two little gerbeans and one vulpin uh carrying a, uh, a, a, a sword that looks vaguely similar to the one that uh, Lucky is carrying right now. Um, so I think that's where we start, where this mop pocket friend goes, Oi! What are you doing here? Uh, 
uh, we uh, he's gonna lean backwards with his little sword and, and belt and go. Uh, we're headed to the fort, the wink nudge fort, because we were a part of the crew that attacked Alderheart, um, and we got away. But they have some of us captured in Alderheart, and we were coming to, uh, I guess, update our fellow bandits about it. Fellow ba Hmm. <clears throat> hey, boss! What do you make of this? The Vulpin kind of walks up some... Hmm. Where are you standing in relation to them right now, Lucky? Um... We were what? Well, no, we were, we were holding up post on the edge. We would have been towards, I guess, the side. So I imagine close enough that... Close enough. So like, like are, are you are you in front of them? So maybe like fifteen-ish feet. Yeah. And you're in front. Is your sword visible? Yeah, that, like trying to like kind of lean back and like. Sure, sure. Like present the blade. Sure, yeah. Volpin walks up. Huh. And I think the sword is what allows you to make this particular check. Please roll persuasion <laughs> for me. Oh, okay. Fourteen. A fourteen. Gives you a sideways eye. I don't recognize you. Rubs his chin. You would have recognized my former captain, unfortunately, who is now deceased due to the return attacks from Alderheart. Uh, Captain Frey. Captain Frey. Captain Frey. I do know that name. So Frey perished in the attack? So that's her blade then. You are one of hers. We are. We. Roll me one more. <laughs> A ten. Ten. Okay. Well, I don't remember you, but. You can definitely come with us up to the stronghold, and we'll see what General Saradin has to say about it. Unless you have any problems with that. And he kind of leans a hand on a sword. Do we have any problem with that, guys? I mean, did you have your breakfast? You guys want some breakfast? We haven't had breakfast yet. If you guys want some breakfast before we get on the road, it's very early. We just woke up. The mop doctor, boss, I'd really love some breakfast. If they've got biscuits, do you know how long it's been since I've had some good biscuits? No, um, we had some travel rations this morning, and I suggest you do the same because we will not tarry here. I'll return back to the stronghold. Good. Yeah, you got some. You guys got some rations. No biscuits today, Eli. Sorry. Um, Eli okay. is doing his best to look like the strong, silent type, <laughs> like the muscle. Okay. So I he's just it. like, no biscuits for you, uh, Eli. Just. Put on the just inside. Just a shrug. <laughs> yeah, on the inside. Uh. Well, right then. 
I'm Captain Migo. And, uh, you'll be coming with us. And the Mopox kind of, like, surround you. The Jerbeans stand next to the, the, the captain there. And you're ushered, uh, forward. Um, kind of being escorted here. You, any resistance to this, or are you kind of just following along? Good? Okay. I'm just, hey, I'm just checking. I've had, I've had parties in the past that... You know, when they're surrounded by enemies, they they want to hit something. So, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Have wasn't you? you. It wasn't you. You were just in the party. Okay, so <laughs> you guys, um, just you, you begin to be escorted through the mountain pass. Uh, it is early in the morning. Uh, Pez, I assume you've picked up the little nest charm, and uh, you guys start making your way slowly through the mountains. Um, it's. It's going to probably take most of the day for you guys to arrive at the stronghold up this, uh, uh, the mountain pass here. Um, and so eventually you guys end up on the, that set of switchbacks from down in the canyon that you had seen the previous evening. So now you're heading back up and it's kind of a cautious affair. Uh, definitely narrow, uh, like single file. And there's a lot of state like stages in it where you kind of have to shuffle, uh, up the side here. Uh, it's a wonder that they can get any supplies through this particular junction, uh, if, if any at all. So p potentially there's some other way uh, back and forth through the mountains, but maybe this is just a, a quicker quicker path. But that being said, <clears throat> as you guys go on a, per a particularly narrow section up the side of this canyon wall, I'm going to need uh, dexterity checks from everyone, please. Oh boy. Is it the saving throw thing that you click? Uh, so this is this is just a check. The word um, dexterity the, is above the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the, the throw tends to come when something fails, <laughs> and you slip or stuff comes leaping at you or. Um, so I have a level of exhaustion. Yes, you do, which I'm means at you a disadvantage. disadvantage <laughs> on this that you already have a negative two, two? Three. Yeah. And I think we kind of note that Dagonet is very slow moving today. Um, I don't know if, so that's an eight. Okay, so 16 for Lucky Eli with a four, uh, Pez with a six, and Dagonet with, uh, with an eight. Uh, I think, well, luckily, I think Eli's the only one that actually slips here. Um, so who's who's next to Eli while you're walking up the path? Probably me. Yeah? Okay. Dagonet uh, and Eli, please both make dexterity saving throws to see if you can catch him. And if Eli, you can reach out and grab and grab yourself uh, a Dagonet. Eli, that's a, that's a natural one. Okay, Dagonet. Am I still at a disadvantage for this? Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't think it applies to saving throws. Okay, yeah, just... That's like level three exhaustion. <laughs> An 11. DC was 10. So at least, so Dagonet, you now have grab hold of Eli's belt, right? You're now trying to haul Eli back up, which is kind of difficult because you kind of got him on the side here. And it's like really close to his spine. So you're going to start like cutting up into your shirt and your armor area. Uh, unless you can really haul him in rather quickly. And you're leaned over. This is a really tight little ledge. And so you're kind of leaned over out here and maybe you've caught onto the wall. Um, they're gonna need some help. So who who tries to help here? 
Uh, I feel like, uh, obviously, once Lucky would notice that her com compatriots are flipping. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry, that his compatriots are flipping. Um, I still are. Lucky still has the. Um, the explorer's kit not the dungeon whatever the kit is that has the actual like pivots with the rope yeah for actual so rope the, climbing. the the pythons and yes, stuff that pythons. you can put into the wall mm -hmm. so um, i definitely would he would definitely get steve the rope out and be like i got tied the rope on you so this is all happening very quickly doing mm -hmm. the rope tie and and trying to do anything like that is going to take probably too long for you to you can have it out right like you can get yeah. you can either get it out um or you can try to grab someone here because right now it, it's Dagonet is going to be going over the side with Eli. I mean, I can grab him, but I don't got very much strength. He's going to reach out. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Roll me, roll me a dexterity saving throw and try and catch Dagonet here. Oh God. Okay. 25. Right. 25. Yeah. So you, you anchor Dagonet. So Dagonet is about to go and you anchor them back easily enough. You've got them. But Dagonet, you're going to have to haul in Eli here. So I'm going to need athletics from you. Again, you are exhausted, so this is going to be very tough. Am I at disadvantage for this? Yeah. Yes. Pez, did you want to do something? I see you. I yeah. see you. What do you uh, want to do? She's going to try and help, too, and do, like, an inspiration, just like, because uh -huh, she's not strong either. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, Pez's, Pez's uh, fear inspires you, Dagonet, so you now have bardic inspiration. But, yeah, go ahead. Roll your, your disadvantage on your athletics check, yes, because it is a, a, a skill check. Um, but you do have a D6 that you can roll along with it. Um, okay, okay, okay. That's a 10. I'll, I'll just in case, I'll, I'll roll this D6. Okay. Sixteen total. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the DC was fifteen, and you're able to haul <laughs> Eli back to the side, and Eli, you catch your footing again. On the side, all this happens very, very quickly. Luckily, Pez is very quick with the Bardic Inspiration, and you're hauled back onto the side. And all this happens when, like, the captain up front turns around and says, Hey, you all right down there? Dagonet's eyes are just, like, huge. He's like, ah, tripping, tripping, yeah. Yeah, Dagonet, you find yourself, because you just had to save Eli, you looked down a couple times now. Uh, you're, it's, it's like an 80-foot drop at this point down to the floor. Um, but what kept you up last night is currently plaguing you now. Mountains aren't a very easy place for someone who doesn't like heights. Um, I think you guys make it up the rest of the way. Kind of just shuffling your way along. It does end up widening, widening back out up towards, uh, the top of the, the canyon here. And you kind of end up on a, a, a flattened slope. Uh, so what's the, the current marching order when you guys get kind of back up into a, a, a flatter area? Uh, I feel like for purpose of seeming like he actually fits in as, as a bandit, Lucky's like mm -hmm. right on the heels of our escorts. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Eli right behind yeah. Lucky. <laughs> okay. Trying to hide behind everyone. You're going to hide behind everyone? All right, so Dagonet, a third there, and Pez is ducking in and around <laughs> behind you there. Okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, whoever would like to, roll me, um, roll me perception. 
you don't really have to do any of the the quote survival stuff of like finding your way there because you're being led there so that's not hard um so while you have the time you might as well look around right uh, a nine from eli 19 for pez pretty good pretty good and for lucky lucky your favorite terrain is woods is that correct swamp okay 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 uh, and Dagonet, I think it's still, I mean, it's disadvantage, but if you want to do the perception, you can. A two! That's a natural one! Okay, it's fine. Uh, Pez, you, uh, and your, the rest of your party doesn't seem to notice this. You, I think when you're walking and you're kind of like, again, between two, uh, mountain slopes that go up and you're walking between the two and it's kind of like rocky and gravelly on either side of these slopes. Like, some, uh, rocks, not large ones, but like, they come kind of skidding down into the the valley that you're in, the kind of small ravine. Seemingly disturbed by something. I'm gonna, like, actively look. Is there... Do I notice anything up there besides the rocks falling? Or just like... Yeah, with a, with a 19, you kind of catch... It looks to be a tail of something kind of darting behind a, a larger outcropping up at the top. Big. And as you... Continue as you continue to watch, you note that you're being somewhat shadowed by what seems to be two large mountain lions. They have not approached the group and they're kind of keeping their distance, but they seem to be interested. I'm gonna make my way up towards Eli and Lucky and just like, uh, hey, hey, um, I think there's some big big cats up there. Is that... Uh... Wh where? What do you mean by big cats? Where? Big. They... Maybe they're friendly? I just... I don't know if I would bet on that. Uh, they're up... They're just hanging around. They haven't... Maybe they just want to say hi, but they're... I think we should keep an eye on it. Uh, and Lucky's gonna try to call back their guard, escort, etc. He's like, uh, excuse, excuse me, apparently we might have some, uh, company. I don't, I don't... What's, what's this? Where'd you what's see going him at? on? Where'd you see my pez? You point him out. Up, up there? The, up, up, we're down here. They're up there, big cats. Big cat. oh. Yeah, um, there are some mountain lions in the area. You, you, you said you spotted some? Yeah, uh, t two of them? Two. Oh my. Generally they run alone, but Alright, lads, keep an eye out. Apparently we've got a couple of uh, mountain lions shadowing our movements. Thank you for, for letting us know. Sometimes they they snatch up the stragglers of a of any party and two of them together can be rather dangerous. I'll we'll have to double the watch tonight. It's a very Thank you. very dangerous location for for a home, I tell you what. No, but it is far away from the perch guard, damn them. They don't flap their wings all the way up here. No offense to you, though I do find it interesting that there are so many feathers on someone that happens to be with the bandits. We I mean, what, to... what better way than to, you know, use the feathers to get in and infiltrate their system? We run a very intricate operation. I know why I hide them. 
right? But perch guard are terrible and they smell very bad. Roll me persuasion. Oh. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you are enough to give advantage, but I want to see it. All right. Pez so great. seems to believe that they do indeed smell bad, but he's not so sure that Lucky actively hired you. Doesn't seem concerned about it right now, but he does... It's definitely taking you to the right person to figure out this whole mess. Right. Oh, I think you might be the first of any bandits with feathers. And he kind of he nods to Pez and Dagonet. Again, a little odd. Though, you, Strig, you do seem like you belong more on the ground as you hobble around and so scared of heights. I don't think I didn't notice that. It is not a matter of uh, fear. It's just, uh, you know, this uh, old injury that I have. It, uh, I'm more unstable than uh, than most. But you are correct in that uh, I have been among the, the ground folk for uh, many, many years now. Well, we'll keep going then and keep an eye out for those mountain lions. All right. Keep up then. Have you guys maintained the, the same the same marching order we had talked about previously? I assume so. So it'd be uh Does Pez wanna be on the button now that she knows? Yeah, it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you wanna be in the back, Pez? Is there space to walk side by side? Uh, you could you could probably walk side by side with with Dagonet in, in a yeah. lot of the portions of it. Uh, there's some spots where like it gets really close and you kind of like have to jump over a couple rocks or whatever, or, like around an outcropping, and it gets a little bit, uh, a little bit, you know, kind of solo mission. But uh, um, gonna, yeah, you could you can definitely make it work. I'm gonna hold on to Dagonet's arm while still trying to look real tough. Okay, cool. I love it. Looking real tough. I believe you too. Yeah. Dagonet will also have a brave face on, but he's holding on to you just as much as you're holding on to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So you guys continue onwards uh, for a time, and uh, it, it's probably going rather slowly. It's not necessarily the like easiest path to tread. Um, so it's probably like midday to maybe early afternoon at this point. Uh, when some rocks come bounding down the uh, the side. Now these are much larger and it's followed by a roar and not just one, not two, but four different individual roars coming from the sides. And apparently, because this is something that uh, things can do in Humblewood, uh, it's a rock slide now, so I'm going to need you guys to make dexterity saving throws for me, please. Okay. Uh, Lucky with a 9, Pez with a 15, Dagonet with a 12, Eli with a 1, tough. Okay, so it looks like, what is the, yep, so DC 12, so Lucky and Eli, uh, you both take holy crap that's actually insane um 3d8 bludgeoning damage as these rocks come tumbling down 15 damage 
The rocks come tumbling down and start piling up around you. They sweep past you and, and hit... But the ones that you don't hit you end up hitting some of the mopox around you. One of them gets flattened immediately underneath one of these rocks. Lucky literally has broken bones, is bleeding, and probably can't stand right now. Like, Lucky's... Lucky's Lucky is messed up. Has weakness to rock, apparently. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, and from where these rocks had fallen, uh, from around you, uh, you see these mountain lions that had been, uh, basically shadowing your moves here. I'm going to move you to, uh, to a map. Uh, this guy is hurt. How much damage was that? Is, is it half? Oh, it's half as much on success, so it's still seven damage for everyone that did dodge out of the way. Holy crap. Yeah, these guys are dangerous. Wow. Okay. Uh, so... You guys see the, the map now? Yeah. Hopefully. All right, perfect. So go ahead and roll me some initiative, please. I didn't click my token again. <laughs> guys! Look, I don't even know where I am right now. Guys! All I know is okay. I'm bleeding out. <laughs> all, all I know is I'm probably dead. Oh, gosh. Well, Lucky, you're not you're not all the way down yet, right? So I have an maybe. extra knife. <laughs> have an extra knife. Okay. Alright, hang on. Let me get all of these done. I have a lot of things on the screen that I forgot, and I was like, wait, I have to actually roll for all of these. Whoops. Lucky, like, uh, spattering blood, like, looks over at Pez. He's like, hey, if I don't make it, like, write a song about me or something. Right? Lucky, don't you talk like that. Oh, my gosh. Just don't tell him I was taken out by a rock. Tell him it was fun. Don't tell <laughs> Don't tell him I was taken out by a rock. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, and I think I have. Is he? Oh, they're up. Okay, um. Oh gosh. Okay, so this bad boy looks like he gets to go first. Leaps down off the side here. And lunges out at the uh, at the little mopox sitting there, and he attempts to bite them. Rar. Uh an eleven, which does hit this mopox. Uh, so immediately, this mopox is gathered up in the jaws of this mountain lion, and and just started being torn to to bits there. Um. Guys, poor bandits. Is that the last of my mopox? Oh no, I have one more. Okay, <laughs> God. All right. Uh, the second lion also jumps down uh, and attacks at the Vulpin captain here, uh, biting at them. Uh, Twenty-one absolutely hits, dealing them eight piercing damage. Holy crap! Okay. 
Uh, so he's kind of like already engaged with the, the, the captain here. Uh, Eli, it is your go. These lines have kind of left out after this whatever seems to be a magical avalanche because that's a thing they have in Alderheart, turns out. Uh, and sorry, chat. I'll show you the map here. My bad. Had to get all the things set up. All right, Eli. What would you like to do? All right. Uh, Eli is going to stand up, dust himself off, continue to try and look as tough as he can, but uh, he's going to go ahead and do this. Everybody, well, not everybody, because uh, I can only do it to six people, but Lucky, Dagonet, Pez, and then these three chuckle fucks over here Love all it. So regain they... 12 health. Oh, God, thanks. What is that? A... Is that just a spell? It's prayer feeling, baby. Second level evocation. so badass. Six creatures of my choice that I can see within range each regain hit points Cleric's equal to boy. 2d8. Plus my spell casting modifier. Cleric's boy. Oh my God. That's hot. Nice. That is hot. I am, love it. Am I sure? I will double check, but I'm pretty sure. Upon yeah. being healed, do I like hear the voice of this like God deity mm -hmm. that you like worship? Because Lucky might be converted now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you definitely feel the warmth of a hearth for sure. Isn't it a cast, a 10 minute cast? Oh, that might be a problem, huh? Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, I should learn to it read. Is, huh? It is. It is. I should learn it, to read. It huh? is instantaneous after 10 minutes. Okay, cool. So after this, it would be very good. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? That didn't happen, guys. It was, it was all in my head. <laughs> Dang it. What I meant to do. Dang it. What I meant to do. Lucky, take six health. Thanks. Thanks, boss. Mm. Okay. You guys got this. You know what? I'm going to cast that at second level because I, I whiffed the first thing. So I just add another D8. Yes. So. Where, where are you? <clears throat> There, 12 health for you. There we go. See, it was 12. It, it was 12 all, the whole time. It, it, was, 12 it was 12 the whole time. The whole time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to tease everybody and also forget how to read my cards. Okay. Uh, all good, dude. Um, uh, okay, I guess I'll go try to be useful, huh? Um, hmm. I am going to do that. And uh, can I assume Lucky's like prone? Yes. So the ones that did get hit by the rocks have been knocked prone. Oh, so I am too. All right. Well, I'm going to reach forward, cure wounds, and then get up and then pull Lucky up to their feet and okay. uh, whip my mace out and just kind of give a reassuring nod trying to keep this strong silent act going hell yeah dude awesome um i'm gonna heal okay. discreetly if possible discreetly. i'm gonna like i'd like it to be like a touch because it, uh -huh. it is just a touch but like maybe not i don't know there's gonna be a glow so that if anybody's paying attention they'll see it like the warmth sort of radiate from my hands but i don't sure. want it to be like a whole 
like the prayer, the verbal component I do under my breath. You don't want the the your people you're with to know? Not necessarily. Yeah, if if possible. And I mean, if they, they happen it. to be paying attention, they'll notice it, but like I don't want to make a big show of it, you know? It's again, all this is happening very quickly, yeah. right? They're pretty preoccupied with watching like their friends either get Dope. eaten by lions or die because of rocks. Dope. So no one's super paying attention to a slight glow uh, coming from you in a, in a small prayer. Uh, some of these guys are probably, you know, praying to themselves on the ground while they're underneath rocks. Um, but, you know, uh, you're fine. I think I don't think any of them notice. Okay. Uh, anything else, Eli? No, that's it. I guess uh, I, I do have one question then. So I guess, like, is the point of something like prayer of healing to prepare it for 10 minutes and then... Uh, it's a ten minute it, I guess. cast time. Well, so, no, I guess it's like after battle. Anyway, yeah. So it, I, I think it could like in lieu take of like a, a short rest of a short rest, yeah. like okay. or if if you guys have been hide or or fighting a lot and yeah. like no one's got hit die left. Gotcha. Or, yeah. So Clerics you don't are have the still very new to me. Because because a, a long re or a short rest is at least an hour. So yeah, a prayer yeah. of healing is like you've got ten minutes. Like, hey, yeah, uh, ten minutes. Lull. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then you could you'd be able to cast prayer of healing. Okay. Okay. Uh, so That's you're good. It. Yeah. All Sorry. Right. Uh, so both of these uh, these gerbeans up front here get to get to make their go. Um, this one leaps up to the side of this this lion here and gets to make two dagger attacks. Dagger dagger. Uh, and strikes with one of them, dealing four piercing damage. Um, cool, cool. And the other one, I think, does the same thing to try and defend their captain here. Uh, is also going to attack one of the creatures. Okay, that doesn't apply here. Uh, it's going to attack two times here. Uh, this line is able to avoid the other two attacks from the, the, the gerbine here, though. Um, that makes the next lion who leaps down uh, and comes running at you, Eli. Uh, let's see, is that... This lion is going to attempt to pounce at you. Uh, so please roll me a strength saving throw, Eli. A 10. Uh, so you're th knocked prone. Uh, and the lion is now on top of you. The lion and is will going have to make... disadvantage. Okay, so you're using your reaction to impose the disadvantage on the attack? Yes. Okay, cool. My lion tag is not functioning real quick. Let me grab a new lion. There we go. Uh, it's going to attempt to bite you, but it has disadvantage. Okay, so it will be a 19 instead of a crit. I, does that? I assume that still hits Eli. I'm sorry. Okay, it's it's six, not eleven. Did not crit. But you are prone underneath this. I just line. want to point out right now that I have eleven health. So Dagene, you are forever just, just saved, Eli. My boo. Just saved, Eli. God damn, dude. Yeah, ball up, Eli. <laughs> oh god. I, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to. No, even the ball up wouldn't. Oh uh, no, I do get. You get the plus. For I get the plus too. for my shield, so the ball up yeah. would have done it. But oh well. Lions, these lions. Okay, uh, the one surviving Mopok bandit uh, is panicking, 
So I'm going to roll them a wisdom saving throw to see if they can... Yeah, okay, they're fine. Uh, I think because their captain is still up, they're good. Uh, they're going to run over here and bravely take up a front in front of Pez here. Um, and he says, get behind me, get behind me. And then he me. lashes out with his short sword. Excuse me. Yes. Did you add lucky in your flirtation at all? Oh, I'm sorry. What was your, what was your roll? 15. You say 15? Yep. Okay. So what we'll do, and I, I totally <laughs> forgot that you're, you okay. weren't on the list. It's okay. Um, I will move you to your correct spot and you will just go after this mop Okay. Okay, and then Sorry you'll come back that. around on your normal thing. No worries. I just assumed uh, I rolled bad. I was like, I'm out of all No, I totally <laughs> forgot to add it. I totally forgot to add it. Um, so this Mopak is like shoved Pez behind him. He says, don't worry, I've got this. And he lashes out with a short sword and the lion backs up. And it's like bats at him with his uh, with his paw. Um, but he does not make contact, sadly enough. Uh, so Dagonet. Oh wait, excuse me. Let's let's do Lucky first, Sorry. so I don't forget. So Lucky, what would you like to do? Uh, poor Mopak. Um, Lucky is going to cast Hail of Thorns on himself, which is his new ability, and he's so excited about it. Um, okay, what does that do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that do? Uh, well, I can't, I guess. Anyways, uh, it says the next time you hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack, uh, before the spell ends, which is a minute, the spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts out of your ranged weapon or ammunition. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, the attack, uh, creature then has to make a, and any creature within five feet needs to take a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 1d10 of piercing damage. If failed, then half is succeeded. So. Uh, I think when you cast it, it will post. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because you might have to select what level as well, and there's yeah. a little pop-up. Got it. There we go. Done. Cool. I liked your explanation, but I also like reading these things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read very okay. fast or out loud very well, so thank you for telling me that. Uh, a rain of thorns sprout from the ranged weapon when you make your next attack. Okay, so you're going to make a, a ranged weapon attack here. You've been hauled to your feet yep. by, by Eli. Now, Eli's got a lion literally on top of him, so the lion is kind of, it's it's actually like here, you know, like mostly on top of Eli. Yeah. Um, not, not so what would you like to do? He's shooting at the one that's essentially running at Pez because I'm sure Pez is freaking out at the moment. And I have feelings. Um, How'd she do a ball? <laughs> she, she practices her ball defense. I love it. So the one that's by that Mopak, which unfortunately means that Mopak also has to take the saving throw. Too. Okay. It's a Tim. I don't know if it's going to hit him. Uh, it's a 10 for both. Wait, so the target of the attack in each creature within five feet must make a dexterity saving throw. Does it have to hit? It just says the next time you... Oh, yeah, next time you hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack. Before okay, so this yeah. does not hit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I guess it does not go off. Okay. Um, but you maintain this for a minute. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So just remind me when we get back to yours, that it's still up. And I'm just going to put a little marker on you here. And uh, we'll do that. Okay, cool. So you make uh, your attack with the longbow. Uh, and you've used your bonus action to cast the spells. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Would you like to move? Um, or... I imagine this space that's right next to this deceased Mopak behind me is wall. If I here. Or can I stand there? Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, you're like cool. you're getting close up to like, like a, a slope, right? Yeah. A good a good wall there. Cool. Uh, and I just need to make sure that I've got 
Because I forgot to add you as well. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and so now, Dagonet, it's you. There's a line on top of your friend! There is. Alright, yeah. Dagonet's gonna have with a shield and spear, and he's gonna spear this lion boy on top of Eli. Absolutely, go for it. Get him. 15. This one hits. Dealing seven piercing damage. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to action surge so I can attack again. Do it. 14 hits. Oh. Another seven piercing. Oof. Yeah, okay. So you slam the spear in, take it out, and slam it in again. The lion now seems more occupied with what you're trying to do to it than what's on the ground in front of it. It is thoroughly distracted at this point and, like, bleeding profusely out of its flank. Uh, it's looking, it's looking kind of rough from this end. About as rough as Eli is. All right. Uh, would you like to move, or are you going to maintain where you're at right now? Um, I'm going to switch sides over here. Okay. Uh, to tr okay. try and draw attention away from Pez in case the line wanted to go that way. Uh, so the line will get an attack of opportunity here to lash out with a, a claw. Is that acceptable? Yep, that's fine. Okay. They're going to lash out with the claw. Uh, that's a, nat a, a natural one. I think Eli probably, like, gets a hand up in the way or gets the shield in the way, trying to protect his friend while he's kind of underneath here. Uh, so you're able to make your way across to the other side. Nicely done, Dagonet. All right. Um, this lion up here, uh, you note, Dagonet, as you make your way closer to it, is, like, thoroughly scarred, is missing an eye and an ear on the right side, and it's kind of just, like, pacing back and forth up top here. It doesn't seem to have joined yet. All right. Uh, Pez, what would you like to do? Just going to scoot. Oh, my friends are leaving me. I'm, I'm just going to scoot over here. Um, sure, sure. Get behind them again. <laughs> you know, they, they're more scared of you than you are of them. And she's like poofed into a ball. <laughs> you, you. You but Pez, I moved. I moved away so that, that you would be away from the lions. What's a uh, just get I'm so the, exposed, stay, stay behind me, huh? I gotta do a thing. Just gonna cast heroism at level two, so I think I can do it on two people then. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, at higher levels, you can cast one additional creature for each slot above the first level. Um, the creature is immune to being frightened, gains temp hit points, gain equal to your spell casting ability modifier, which I believe is two. Is that correct, Pez? It's your charisma score. Oh, my charisma is. Where's that one at? Three. It's three. Okay, so three every turn. And I was called out about this, and I'm going to make it make it known here. I was called about out about this twice in YouTube comments that I had misinterpreted what heroism does. The Temporary hit points refresh every turn, but they do not stack. Okay. Temp hit points can't stack, but they do refresh. So if they... So... Thank you, YouTube. Yeah, thanks, YouTube. I know, I got it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so what, who'd you, who'd you, who did you cast it on? I'm going to cast it on, on Eli and Dagonet. Eli and Dagonet. So, Eli and Dagonet, you have uh, three temporary hit points that will take damage before uh, anything else, and they refresh at the start of all of your oh, turn. Oh, thank you. 
get him. And, and then I'm going to do another thing with Eli because he looks pretty rough, right? Yeah, 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 go for it. How, how rough does he look? Like, pretty rough? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to do healing word. I'm just going to do that one at level two, whatever. Burn it all. Burn it all. It's fine. Healing word on Eli. So that is seven total points of healing uh, for you, Eli. Feel better, buddy. Thank you. Just just get him. Is that a thing? Can you cast two spells in a single turn? I think healing word is a bonus action. Right, it's a bonus action, but I don't oh. cast two spells at like two leveled spells. This I'm is something sure. that I, because like we don't always have a lot of spellcasters that I'm like super not. Uh, one spell, one cantrip. One spell, one cantrip. So okay. One normal, back. one cantrip. Okay. Okay. Get so you can do that next turn, but right now you retain that second level spell uh, for for healing word. But you do you did give three to Eli already with the, the, at least the temporary hit points. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. And he gets that immediately. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. On cast, and then it refreshes every one of his turns. Neat. I'm just gonna stay here then. That's it. Okay. Uh, it's now the Vulpin captains' turn. Uh, so they're up at the front here. The Vulpin captains, you guys have fought one previously. You know, are pretty formid formidable. Um, so they're gonna wait. Where's the other? Oh, there's the sword. So they're gonna attack this this lion up here uh, twice. Um. The first one absolutely hits, uh, and it deals, oh gosh, three piercing damage. So not a whole lot of damage, but this one is well, this line up here is well occupied with what's going on. Uh, but that is their turn, and they're just going to try and fig finish off this particular line up front here before before focusing anywhere else, I think. Uh, the next line, which is in front of this Mopok here, this poor, this poor Mopok. I think the Mopok, as soon as like Pez like runs away from behind it, turns, goes, wait, what? Huh? And then... This lion lashes out with a claw, hits him, and tears open his chest, and he dies on top of his friend immediately after oh Pez, Pez dies. And so he will slowly stalk his way into the into the group here, I think, um, making a stop next to uh, next to Lucky here for their their next turn. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's that lion's turn. Lucky, there's a lion next to you now. What would you like to do? Lucky is terrified, of course, but is gonna just wobbly go, all right, you're gonna get close to me, all right. Uh, and cast Hunter's Mark on it. Um, okay. Put that yeah, in the chat. Mark and then... Uh, Watch for death. <laughs> and then I guess pull out his little sword. Like, all right, let's go. I was gonna stab you. I was gonna shoot you with an arrow, but now I'm gonna stab you. Sure, um, sure. Which means that the uh, previous spell will not. Uh, it won't have take any effect, effect here, but it it does maintain for a long yeah. time. Cool. So, uh, drawing out uh, the rapier that is mm -hmm. formerly phrase. All right, and try to stab it. Can't Go stab. for it. That's an eight. Nope, that's not gonna make contact. It kind of like dodges back out of the way and gives you a nice growl. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is my favorite enemy too, which is really fun. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just 
just succeeding wonderfully at favorite. I gave it all up yesterday or the other day is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. You guys got this. I have faith. All right, Lucky. Anything else? Do you want to try and move? No, no, he's gonna claw at me. I'm alright. I'll stand my ground. Uh, if he's focused on me, he won't focus on him. He will. He right. would attempt to, to claw you. Okay. Uh, so the lion up at the top here is going to attack one of these jerbeans. He's very well surrounded now and uh, is 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 gonna. He's getting a little a little panicky. So he's gonna lash out uh, with a claw at this jerbean here. Natural one, so it does not contact, and uh, it's pretty well surrounded. It's not gonna. It's just backed into this corner here. Starting to regret its decisions. Uh, Eli, you are on the ground. There is a lion still on top of you. What would you like to do, my friend? Speaking of regretting decisions, um, I think I am gonna. Oh, I did. I did want to mention this because I just remembered. Eli, you had made the the meal right at the very beginning, and everyone had gotten their food. Or did you make that the night before? It was. It was last night because De- that was the only healing Dagon I got. How long does the food last? Eight hours. Eight hours. Okay, so it would be gone by now. Sorry. I was trying to, like, find you some extra healing from somewhere. No, it's all good, man. I give it to my friends. This is a beast of my own making. Okay. Speaking of beasts of my own making, how do I get this lion off of me, huh? Well, you can try and shove him off. (laughs) Okay. uh, I I think uh, that's going to be a, uh, a strength or an athletics check probably contested here since he's on top of you okay um if you would like to do that uh or or you can kind of just stab up at him from your prone position oh i could do uh, that entirely up to you but it is a disadvantage when you're trying to do that okay and while you are prone he will have advantage on you while you're down I'm going to curl up. <laughs> <laughs> you use your action to curl up, exposing attackers to a wall of toughened quills. While curled up, you can't move. Attacker casts spells. But your base armor class is 19 plus the two that you get for your shield. Eli curls up. I love it. It's the best. It's been the best move in the entire game. It's my, it's my turn. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Okay. Uh, Eli, your three hit points refresh at the beginning of your turn, so you you have those for right now. Uh, the two Jerbean thieves are going to do the exact same thing they did the the last turn, and they're going to uh, attack. They each get to attack twice. This lion up here. Um, oh wow! So three of these hit. So they're they're they have surrounded this one up here, and they are making short work uh, of of the line up here. And it looks really rough. Um, when is that? That is. Yep. Okay. It looks really, really rough. It is bleeding all over the place, kind of limping around. It's, yeah. It's uh. It's 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 on its last pause, I think. Um, the lion on top of Eli seems rather confused, and attempts to bite you. So lion. At disadvantage. Bite. Bites. So it'll be just a regular roll because he is. Well, is he prone? Does curl up count as prone? Uh, curl up. If I'm hit, I'm knocked prone and knocked ah, out. Of okay, it. okay, okay, okay. So, so you just curled up down there and and you're readied. All right, got it. Yeah, I mean, like, like technically speaking, I suppose it's prone, but like, I well, 
they, they make a specification i'm on, on my knees i feel like yeah. yeah they make a specification on when you get knocked prone yeah so yeah i think, I, think okay. I think that's that's right shades of blue yeah. in chat three point stance so with the disadvantage it's an 18 instead of a 24. Uh, so the lion takes 2d4 points of piercing damage eli roll sure, it for sure me sure does yeah this lion's gonna learn real quick yep, right. so four piercing damage onto this lion um that i can barely click this lion has already been very very much hurt it this is it's, it's really bleeding out here it bites into you and it's got like a face full of these quills now right so now its face is all torn up and maybe one of its eyes is damaged and like bleeding over and stuff and it uh, gets back and it like it it visibly recoils from your your spot here a couple steps i think i think most cats would do that when after they attack a porcupine they would kind of back up a little bit yeah that's that lion's turn i don't know what the fuck's going on anymore all right Mop Pop Bandit. Nope, that one's dead. Dagon A, it's your go. What would you like to do? Oh, he's not. Uh, quick, the kitty, the kitty is, is uh, getting away, and uh, he, he's going to. And sure. uh, spear the kitto. Yep. Thunk. 13. Uh, it does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this one speared straight down into its chest. Uh, dies in front of you, Dagonet, on your spear as it kind of like tries to claw past it, but is unable to do so. And you wrench your spear back out, uh, and this this lion does indeed perish. Alright, as he takes his spear back, he's gonna walk back around Eli and plant himself here. Okay, yeah, cool. So defending the other side. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, the lion from the Scar, we're gonna, we're gonna start calling him. Scar bounds his way down and pounces at the, the captain. Seeing that his pack is, uh, failing here, he's going to attempt to, to make it in. So that is a DC 13 strength save. So the Vulpin captain... And fails. The lion ends up on top of the Vulpin captain, knocking them prone and bites at them. Uh, that is a 24. Absolutely hits, dealing 8 piercing damage, uh, like sinking their, their jaws deep into like the neck and collarbone area of the of the Vulpin here. Uh, the, the Vulpin is severely hurt. Uh, Pez, what would you like to do? Eli still looks really rough, right? Yeah, I'm gonna do that yes. that thing that I was gonna do last time that I didn't do. Okay, so <laughs> so go ahead and roll uh, your your uh, bonus action healing word. So if I uh, you want to do level two, I yeah, think you said? yeah, go ahead. Uh, so ten uh, hit points are recovered to you, Eli. Uh, in your curled up state, you're feel pretty good now <laughs> feeling feeling like you're being knit back together by some unseen magical force it's really hard to get in there with all the quills but <laughs> <laughs> okay uh anything else you'd like to do pez i'm good here i think awesome awesome uh the vulpin captain is on the ground and is going to attempt to to stab up 
uh, at at the line here on the ground, trying to like fight them away. Uh, that's a short bow, not a short sword. Uh, they will attack twice at disadvantage. Yeah, it wouldn't even have mattered. Uh, they're unable to make contact with Scar. Uh, Scar is is tearing them apart now. Uh, the other lion that is in front of you, Dagonet, sees you approach after you have just slayed the other lion and lunges out at you uh, to try and bite you. Uh, that is an 11. I don't believe that hits, does it, Dagonet? Does not. All right, right. Dagonet turns them to the side, and uh, that is all the lion gets to do. It, it, they're starting to get a little afeared because they're now surrounded as well. Lucky, what would you like to do? Uh, Lucky probably now... Uh... Not afraid, due to uh, team tactics by being close to one of her friends, who is not afraid. Sure, uh, sure, Is, like, sure. rejuvenated with, like, I'm going to totally this out of you. I saw you, you step up, guys. I'm just dead. Let's go. And, like, tries to swing over at this lion in front of him again. Get him. And whip. A ten. A hot whip. Another, another miss. Yes, uh, you, you lash out with the rapier, but the lion is too swift for you and dodges out of the way. Uh, but maybe, maybe next time. Can I, can I... I'm gonna take a chance here. I feel like, I feel like, Lucky would kind of count up his losses of swinging and missing. Sure. Um, and as an attempt to get away, tell me if I can't. Can I use my standing leap to essentially leap onto what would be this ledge back here? Is that 15 uh, feet high? F- Let me see. How far is that? So it's a like a well, it's like a 15 foot jump. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it, it's it's 15 feet up. Yeah, and it is 15 feet over. Uh, well, I have I have, well, I have 30 feet of movement movement, but then it says I can do a 15 foot uh, high jump without do a 15 running foot start. High jump without a running start. Yeah, it's 30 foot with a running start. If you like, you're like, like here, and then like at the the base, like, because you can run around this guy, right? Because you're very small. If you were here. Then you could immediately jump up top here. Okay. Yeah. So if allow you me to, have like, enough movement to like. To do it. Yeah. So you can, because that's part of the gerbing thing, yeah. is that you can move in, in through your enemy space without. Uh, I think he would if. I do want to be fair to this. As soon as you leave that spot and end up up here, he will be able to like lash out at you with like a claw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I feel like I was going to take my loss in the fact that he might hit me, but I'm not very. Uh, Lucky's not very good at poking things with the sword, apparently. And I don't want to um, be a dangerous way anymore now that Dagonet is there. Okay, so you confirm that move. So he's going to... Yep. All right, so he lashes out with the claw. That is a 20. Yep. Yeah. Uh, five slashing damage uh, across your back as you <laughs> jump up to the top there and get your bow back out to be readied. Um, yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, anything else you'd like to do here? Uh, no. Not at the moment. Thank you. Uh, the other lion is like backed up into this corner. Uh, has his pack leader has now joined the fray. Uh, again, lashes out at the uh, the the gerbine to the north there, and now has pack tactics to do so. Uh, so does so at a disadvantage, or excuse me, at an advantage. That is a crit. Bites down onto the gerbine, and as you see things that do. Wrangles it around its mouth and snaps the gerbine in half. Uh, it's dead. It is very, very dead. That's that lion's turn. Okay, Eli, you are currently curled up. Your friends have surrounded you. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's your go, bud. What would you like to do? Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm gonna uncurl. Uh, and I am going to... Hmm. They come out of your spin dash. Now what? Yeah. How are these lions looking? Uh, the one to the furthest north looks really tough. It's hard for you to kind of tell from this angle right now. That one. Uh, yeah. The the furthest north one looks on death's door. But you did just. Well, you didn't watch it, but you now note that the gerbine is freshly dead next to it. You probably see it, like, get tossed to the side or something. Uh, the one that is on top of the Vulpin Captain looks rough just because it's, like, heavily scarred already. Um, but other than that, looks like there's no fresh wounds. You do mm -hmm. note that the one south of you is dead, and the one that is currently next to Dagonet does seem wounded, uh, but is definitely still fighting. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'm a bane them. Which one? Uh, three creatures. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the three living. Range. Yeah, the three living. The range is thirty feet. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. This is concentration though. Up to must make charisma saving throws. Whatever yeah. the target fails, the saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends. Target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from attack roll. Okay, hang on. Yeah. I need, do they make? I need. Throw. Oh, oh, so it just happens to them. They have to make saving throws when they. Attack. Yeah. So, no, no, no. So, so, so Bane causes them to make saving throws, and then must make charisma saving throw whenever the target fails the saving throw. Makes an attack roll. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah. So we have to do the charisma saving throw to see if they they get see these. if they get banned. Okay. Uh, so lions charisma saving throw. What's the what's the DC? Uh, where oh, did there. I just put my sheet? It Not is thirteen. Thirteen. God damn it! God damn it! Okay, so to succeed, sure the do. one that doesn't though is Scar. Hey, Scar is now that banned. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I just went from top to bottom here. So Scar is now banned and has disadvantage on attack rolls uh, and saving throws. For the next, he doesn't have disadvantage. He just has to roll a d4 against them and then subtract oh, what is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are uncurled, but I will put a little marker on you because you are concentrating. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So Scar is baned. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what else would you like to do? Um. Lucky's like up there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky's way up there. What is this lion looking at right now? Dagonet. Dagonet has taken up all of its vision currently because uh, because Lucky has jumped up high. Mm -hmm. So the lion is now turning around from lashing out at Lucky and is kind of like backed up against a wall here. I um, I stand in between the two and I ready my weapons. Nice. Okay. And that's it. Uh, that Dribbing Thief is dead, but the other one is still alive. No! is going to attack twice with the daggers uh both of which hit and it kills the lion slays it probably leaping out at it with daggers in the air and slamming into it. no richard because that's the name of the dead derby now uh and it kills kills the lion there he's like, i'm coming for you captain and he's gonna attempt to to help out his his captain here uh on the next turn but yeah so the derby derby killed one 
That lion's dead. Dagonet, it is your go. What would you like to do? I'm gonna spear the lion in front of me. Yeah, get him. You are using this two-handed, right? So no shield. No one-handed. Like, stabby. Okay, one-handed. Sorry. Okay. Uh, but it does hit. Go ahead. Roll me some damage. This one. <laughs> yep. Okay. Dagonet hits really hard. Uh, so <laughs> this lion that was looking pretty good is now not looking as good. Uh, it, that really that really hurt the lion and stabbed into its flank here. Um, okay. Dagonet, what else would you like to do? Stare at it. Feel pretty good about yourself here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scar, on top of the captain here, is going to attempt to, uh, to, to kill the captain. Does not have pack tactics anymore. Uh, and it has to do a subtracted of a D4. Is going to bite down. That's a crit. Uh, but minus the D4... It'll still hit, it just won't be a critical even at max. So I'm just going to roll the damage here. It'll be six piercing damage. Latching down onto the Vulpin captain. Uh, anyone looking on from a distance would think that the captain is dead. I think Pez is the only one close enough that might note that the Vulpin captain is not fully dead yet. But it is definitely on death's door here. Um, only mostly yeah. dead. Scar is ripping and tearing. Um, Pez, what would you like to do? Well, geez. Um, it would be awful convenient if she just died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, decisions, decisions, right? I mean, that one's Who's... at least like, what, 10 feet away? It's not a problem. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I was gonna scoot a little bit farther away from it. Yeah, sure. You like kind of skip over a, a mopok that's been crushed under a stone and you're just like, <laughs> I'm gonna get on over this direction. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm just gonna, am I close enough to stab at that lion there? That's you are my indeed, Dagonite. yes. I'm yes. gonna stab it. Stab it. Uh, buttons. Taking that, the dagger that a six, <laughs> six does not hit sadly. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the dagger that slayed the captain previously does not slay the lion at this point in time, but you are now involved in combat with this very cornered lion. Uh, um, is there anything else you'd like to do? How, how are my, the rest of my buddies looking? Are they okay? Is everybody looking okay? Lucky? A lot better now that my super cool friend Pez healed me. Oh. Oh. I think, I think. All right. I think that's it then for now. Excellent. Uh, the Vulpin captain underneath this lion. Uh, oh, gosh. I guess it's going to try and, like, crawl away. <laughs> they don't really have oh, much option no. here. Play dead. Yeah, they're, they're panicking. <laughs> um... This lion is large and on top of them. Hmm. I think he's just going to attack. He, he's panicking. 13. Oh, it's all disadvantage because he's on his back. None of these hit. No, he's just under this lion now. Bleeding out. Gurgling. Uh, it's not going well. Uh, the lion in front of you, Dagonet, uh, is going to attempt to bite out at you. 
uh, a 15 nope. uh, does not does not make contact against the the wall that is Dagonet. Uh and it's 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 like backed up against the wall here and it's you can definitely tell it's like trying to eyeball an escape of some kind um lucky it is your turn what would you like to do okay um lucky's gonna use his bonus action to mark scar um okay so you're gonna move the mark to scar move the hunter's mark to scar Okay. Like he's gonna attempt to fire at Scar. Okay. Absolutely. Roll me that longbow. Okay. But also, it's gonna use Void Waker to hit one of the guys. Uh, I'm sorry, one more time? So I have Horde Breaker, which means that. If I can put it in the chat, hang on. Boop. Yep, Horde Breaker. You can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that's within five feet of the original target. Please explain to me what you plan to do here. I mean, they were gonna sell us out anyways, so I'm just gonna put so... them down quietly by the lions. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and aim for that other jubbean while I'm attacking. I mean, the the, the Vulpin's like dead, as far as I can tell. So I'm just gonna shoot the other the vol. I mean, jubbean. It's gonna be fine. It's just sorry, bud. <laughs> Who 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 are you shooting first? Because that's where your the, thorns thing comes into action. The if, lion will be first target because that's survival. But if I can hit him, I'm sure. also gonna turn and hit the. Uh, yep. Okay. The Roll me your longbow. <laughs> that absolute twenty three absolutely hits. Okay. So, so this is a go, lot right now. <laughs> this is like. Tell me what happens. Crim de la crim. Okay. Yep. So as soon as as soon as he fires off an arrow, you see it split into like a, a pack of thorns that like not only hits him but also hits the vulpin and the jerbean if they can't make a dexterity saving throw. But it hits them anyways. But if they fail to detain it, uh, save half. And then he's gonna turn and like kind of shrug at the other jerbean and go eh, and shoot him too whenever. You're... So dexterity saving throw for all of them. Um... Is it is it half on success? It's half on success. Okay. Sorry. No, it's great. I'm glad I, I missed this. this whole time. This is just the one time I'm like, I can't do it. This is this is amazing. Uh, the lion attempts to dodge out of the way, fails. I think they were just way too involved here. Uh, the jerbean. Uh, Fourteen. What was the DC? I'm sorry. Uh, it just says DC dex or says dexterity saving throw. I don't know if it's against my spell save. It'll be against your it'll be against your spell save. It's twelve. It's twelve. Okay. Um. So the jerbean saves, the lion does not. So roll me, a roll me longbow damage for impact on the lion. Plus for the 1D6 arrow. Six for a hunter's mark. Plus one d six for hunter's mark. Blech. So ten, plus one d six for yeah. hunter's mark. Okay, so that's 14. Now roll me thorns. 1d10. 5. Okay. And it's half, half on, on success. Mm -hmm. So that's 19 points of damage right up front, directly into Scar's hide, uh, tearing them apart. You note underneath that if this Vulpin captain wasn't dead, they are definitely dead now. The thorns have sprayed into them, into the sides here. The jerbeam gets caught up into it as well. They are probably almost dead. They, you see them get like torn up and like they're on, they're like on their knees now, their legs all torn apart and they're kind of prone on the ground like looking up at you. Turn and pleadingly. Fire and go, I'm sorry, 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 I'm sor
mean. 21 absolutely hits. Roll damage. You put him down, but roll damage. Yep, six more damage. This Jerbean dies. I really Holy hope crap. my party didn't see this. <laughs> well, I wasn't facing wow. that way, so Dagna didn't see it. My face I don't, is yeah, I don't red know if because the... I feel like Lucky would be like, I mean, we gotta get into that joint somehow and they're gonna sell us out. But me, I'm just like, oh my god, I feel so bad. You just <laughs> murdered so many things. I, I mean, that is what Horde Breaker and Thorns does. They just, it's a bunch of damage in an area. Um, Okay, they're dead. Sorry, fellow that lion is is also dead. <laughs> Eli, what would you like to do? You watch as Lucky like fires off a couple arrows across the side. And you watch as one breaks into like this hail of thorns and goes off into the distance. Don't think you've actually seen that before. But there's still a lion in front of you. So what would you like to do? I'm um, a swing because you know do I, I haven't Club rolled this lion. I haven't death. rolled poorly enough. So heck it. What's another roll? That's an eight. That's an eight. That's not, it's not going to contact this, this lion. I think, I think it's more of a cautionary thing other than anything else. Like for the group is that like this lion's backed into a corner and is super vicious. Right. But like, mm -hmm. if you guys like one of you is going to get lucky here and be able to, to like actually put this thing down. Um, All right. Anything else, Eli? Nah. Okay. That Jerbean is super dead. So Dagonet, what would you like to do? Nice. Yeah, spear the lion in front of me. He just he just sees the arrows go overhead and he's like, okay, well, Lucky's taking care of business. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's gonna spear Kato. Spear 15, that's a hit. Six more piercing damage. Yeah, this lion is uh is very hurt and is like it's kinda like whimpering now and limping backwards and, uh, uh, and like lashes out every once in a while, but it's with much less ferocity than it was just even a moment ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's in full full panic mode. Um, Scar though, uh, Scar has been freed up of its prey and is going to, gosh, will be interesting. Is going to make a run and pounce onto Pez. So Pez, I'm going to need you to roll me. I believe it's a strength saving throw. Yep. Oh, good. Strength. Good. good. Yep. That's a zero. That is a zero. The lion leaps into the air and lands on can top it, of Pez. Can it, if it's attacking, can it be a uh, disadvantage? It will be a normal roll because Pez is now pinned on the ground and this lion is going to bite at it. That is a 17, Pez. Definitely doesn't hit. No, that hits. Okay. 10 piercing damage directly onto you mm -hmm. uh sinking into your your feathered chest scar has has found the party um okay that is that is that lion's whole go pez you're now underneath the lion what would you like to do um oh scar is baned would a d4 uh what is your ac pez it is 13. 13 uh it's hit or above so no it it technically won't help even at at top thanks chat but it he rolled one too high for it to matter dang it close close all right pez what would you like to do uh my situation has changed from when it was like half a second ago yes <laughs> so... yes 
Uh, one second. Oh no, I don't have any second levels left. I'm scared and I have a knife. I'm gonna stab it. Cause that's all I got. And also, I don't know. Am I scared enough to inspire myself? I mean, That's you can bonus, you, right? you can inspire yourself. Maybe your screams of pain inspire you to to strike out better. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And that adds a one d four. One d six. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you'll be rolling at disadvantage because you're on your back, prone here, and the line is kind of like. And I know it's I know it's counterintuitive. It's like it's right there. Just stab at it. But like you're also trying to not get your face bitten off. This is all actively happening, right? Yeah. You're at disadvantage to try and stab at it. Um, but you absolutely can. Um, uh, uh, uh. All right, oh, so roll one okay. more for me. Uh. Okay, so 12. Uh, but you do have... Well, that's that's enough to hit. A 12 is enough to hit, so you don't even have to use your Bardic Inspiration if you don't want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so just roll, roll that damage. Three yeah. piercing damage. Yeah, you, you're able to score a hit on it. Uh, Scar is bleeding all over the place. There's like a, a, a wall of thorns like on its hide and kind of in its face and stuff. It looks really terribly rough, but it is not not dead yet. Um, anything else you'd like to do, Pez? Hell. Yeah, that's that's a good it's a good thing. Um, so that Vulpin Captain's dead. So the other lion uh, attempts to attack Dagon A now. Uh, and, and lashes out with a claw. It's kind of like it doesn't want to get closer to you guys, so it's kind of like pawing out, like leaning back somewhat. It's not really liking this whole situation. That's a twelve. I'm, I'm gonna go with that's that's a no. Okay, the lion is going to attempt to to back away and 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 leave here. It's like kind of like clawing and backing up. Uh, do you guys want to make uh, attacks of opportunity on it as it tries to flee? Yeah. Okay. Roll me a text. See if you can get anywhere. 23. No, this it's not getting anywhere. Yeah. The Dagon A, roll me damage. Yeah, okay. So the, the lion attempts to back up uh, after it like, kind of swipes at you. And you, you step in uh, uh, with your shield, kind of bat that out of the way, and then push your spear in. And that lion also dies. At this point in time, you note that Pez has been leaped on. And there is a lion directly behind you. On top of your your small friend, um, but that lion's now dead. Lucky, what would you like to do? Uh, Lucky hears Pez's cry of despair and it's like, "Not my friend!" And he like bolts down off the ledge. And if I have, okay. do I have full movement down? How much is down and then over? Um, I would like to stand over Pez valiantly. As she wants to. Oh, for over me. Pez's bot. Okay, yeah. so you can like kind of sort of fit in there because the lion's like partially on top of mm -hmm. her. Um, roll me uh, an acrobatics check to slide down this thing and make okay. it over to her. An 18. Yeah, 18. Totally. Totally enough. Uh, so you're like kind of sort of on Pez here. I'm going to send Pez to the back. Beep, 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 beep. All right, yeah. The lion is, the lion is on top of her. Uh, Lucky is now standing on top of you, and uh, what would you like to what would you like to do here? Uh, I would like to try to hit it with my rapier. Hashtag. Um, I would also like to ask DM if this counts as a um, team tactics uh, help, essentially for her, in case she either tries to attack or get up next. 
round. So essentially, if I faint or distract the target, yes, he gets yes, 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 yes. This, okay. the the attack on this I will count as uh, like a, an attack to distract. Okay, cool. Sure. Don't have my friend. Nine uh, does not contact. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Unluckily, but the the lion does seem distracted by the thing that's moving within its range here. Um, Eli, it is your go, my friend. What would you like to do? There's one lion remaining. It is old. It is banged up. It is a a large lad that's been alive for a long time. Not for much longer. Um, I want to get it off of Pez. Sure. Uh... I don't suppose a uh, no. I wouldn't be able to do a shove and an attack. No, a shove is an action. But but you can shove. If you yeah, like. I'm a shove. Okay. Uh, so you're gonna run up to the line and try to shove it off Pez. Heck sure. yeah, and get in between the two of them. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's competing athletics checks. Believe is what shove is. Boy, golly, I hope so. Action shove. Special melee attack to shove a, a creature, knock it prone, or push it away from you. Um, must be within your reach. Make an athletics check contested by the target's athletics check or dexterity <laughs> check. Uh, so a seventeen. An 11. You're huh. able to shove Scar to the side. I think probably what makes Scar, like, jump to the side is, like, you hit him in the side, like, maybe barrel into him, and you, like, push more of those thorns deeper into his side. And he just leaps out of the way and gives a yowl and is now just now realizing his entire pack is gone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Eli, do you have a bonus action you'd like to use? Uh, nah, I think the time has passed for Shield of Faith. Okay. Uh, Dagonet, there's one lion left on the field. What would you like to do? It kind of sighs. Now I have to walk over that way now. And spear scar. Spear the scar. 20 absolutely hits. Yeah. How do you how do you defeat Scar, leader of the Mountain Lion Pack that can magically summon uh, boulders to fall down on you guys? I'll skewer him in his one good eye. <laughs> Which is already like matted with blood from the thorns around and on his face, but you just <laughs> directly into the eye of Scar, wrench it back out, and we find ourselves at the end of a long and bloody battle. Uh with all of the bandits dead and all of the lions dead. That being said, though, we'll wrap that up when we come back from break in about three to five minutes. This is Diefall Alderheart episode eight. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, I just want to say thank you again for tuning into Diefall Alderheart episode eight. If you want to get caught up on any of the things here, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash runawayrobot, or you can click the link in the chat here. 
Uh, if you would like the podcast format instead, the all audio version, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud under Diefall Dungeons and Dragons. A uh, big thank yous up front to Zombie Fighter and Wraith V for their patronage of our Patreon. The Patreon has been updated uh, with with uh, new, uh, I guess, new things. You can name NPCs. You can get behind the scenes stuff. If you go up to a certain level, you can get cool art made for for different um from this current adventure i guess is is what i'm trying to say i couldn't think of the words there i'm sorry about that but go take a look at the patreon that is patreon.com slash diefall um and all of your support goes directly to supporting the cast members uh, i've always wanted to be able to pay my cast members and this is the way that we can actually go and do that um so take a look if any of those things interest you there behind the scenes stuff uh post-show things um if if GM tip things help interest you or art or anything of that nature, uh, the highest tier I believe is a recurring NPC. If you want to help design a recurring NPC to to appear in Diefall shows, you can do that as well. Uh, all of that goes to the players here. Um, big thanks to the people who are supporting this channel right now. Stella Luna resubscribed thirteen months. In a row, thank you so very much. Diabolito, thank you for the follow. Bonus Stage Rob, resubscribed for 22 months. Thank you so much. Uh, Shades of Blue has resubscribed at two months. And WCBC Kilk has also followed. Chat, we're at 980 followers, 20 away from that big 1,000 goal. So uh, tell your tell your friends about us, huh? Just uh, go, go give them a little hey, a little hey, hi, ho there. All right. We'll be back in about three to five. Welcome back to Diefall Alderheart, episode 8, part 2 of our adventure today. Our heroes have successfully dispatched not just the mountain lions, but also all of the bandits uh, in one way, shape, or form. Uh, no treachery was, was found here today, right? Right. So, what does the party want to do now? As the battle has subsided, the dust clears, you see that... Everyone but you is dead. Somebody help me up. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and I'll yeah. help Pez up. You all right? Uh, oh, I, I think this is some of this is, might be my blood. Um, got any band-aids? Uh, let me see what I can drum up. Uh, do I have any band-aids? I mean, I could cure people, I guess, but... Doesn't someone have, like, a medical kit somewhere? Oh, I have a healer's kit. Check that out. Yeah. So the, the healer's kit, I think, just stops you from having to make medicine checks, um, to, to, like, stabilize someone who's downed, unless uh -huh. you have the, like, medicine, like, the, the healer feet. Yeah, I that's exactly that what it is. Do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you can actually apply that and create healing, but I could, you know, for argument's sake. You I mean, say, it says yeah, it's got bandages in it, so I'm just going to put bandages on Pez. Whether or not it does anything mechanical, I'm just going to patch yeah. Pez up. Love it. You got any with the flowers on them? Uh, I could, I suppose I could draw a little bit of... Hmm. Stickers in there? I'm going to be, be cheeky. Can I use thaumaturgy in some way? <laughs> Probably not. 
Uh, uh, does thaumaturgy create images? No. I mean, you could take like a bit of charcoal and try and draw on it. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw little harps. Would Lucky notice you trying to draw something on the canvas right now? He's not Are being you? particularly sneaky. Good Lucky pulls out Pepper's dad's pen. Oh, God. <laughs> Pull out what? I got, I got something for this. And he pulls out the pen that may or may not have stolen to let you. Do you need this to, uh, to draw on the bandages to help with the uh, healing? Where where did you get this? I just, I got, I got things. I got pockets. Lots of things. That's real shiny. What? Uh, focus on, on the pain, please. <laughs> Has, would you have ever seen your dad writing before? I mean, probably, but did I pay that much attention? Probably not. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> That's up to you. You can roll for it if you want to roll for it, or you can just say you don't. I don't think I'd notice, not unless it says my dad's name on it or something. No, I don't think it does. It's just like very, it's just a very nice pen. You can probably get those at any grocery store. Everybody's got <laughs> pins, right? Like, you, you don't carry a pin on you? It's just uncharacteristically nice for Lucky, and usually that means it came from somewhere shady. <laughs> but uh, Eli will give him the benefit of the doubt and uh, draw little harps on on the bandage. A little like shine, like he tries to make them look like they're glowing, like little shines around them. <laughs> that is so precious. It's adorable. It's adorable. Oh my gosh. E. Lucky, you cannot get in. That was a big lion, and you were very small. And I understand you're trying to help, but oh my goodness, it's real you scary. Did, you did the same for me with Spike. I mean, yeah, that's a lion. Uh, it was nothing. I mean, clearly, we were able to handle them either way. So I, you know, it's fine. She wasn't gonna eat you. That thing. I don't, I don't know if Frey would have eaten me or not, putting in the right or wrong situations. I don't know. It'll probably take her a lot longer. Probably. Well, it's, it's fine. Look. You you do. It's it's a favor thing. You did a favor for me. I did a favor for you. Now you do a favor for me. Like, write a song about me that's not about me getting hit by a rock. <gasps> yeah! Oh my gosh. Be like, Lucky the Brave. The bravest shining hero with the with the, with the strongest tail and jump real far and jump it, over oceans. This is what I was made for. You know? Meeting you guys? Writing songs about my our legends? This is this is what we're this is what we were made for. I'll just hang out and back and write stuff. You you guys do all the all the fighting stuff. It's just a pity we can't find our way now without our scouts. I uh Yes, it is uh, very unfortunate that uh, all of them perished. Dana's kind of like, kind of making sure that they are actually dead. So yeah, you're 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 poking around uh, on all the bodies. Uh, yeah, 
Um, the ones that ended up under the rocks may have been savable at one point in time, but I think as the battle waned on, they, they succumbed to their wounds. Um, the Vulpin Captain uh, seems to have a lot of these thorns in them, as well as... I mean, probably not the thing that killed them, right? Because it, they have mostly their throat torn out by what seems to be, have been a lion. Uh, one of the gerbings looks broken in half by one of the lions. Uh, lots of stab wounds on all the lions. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone seems dead. Uh, if you want to go uh, a looting, you 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 can. Yeah, Richard Richard is dead. Poor Richard. Uh, Richard's savior. I don't know. Uh, Riley uh, also perished. Lucky so. immediately goes to loot the other vault. Immediately goes to loot the other vulpin. Other gerbeans, no mobs. Yeah, sure, sure. Cool. So, this vulpin uh, is is like similarly appointed in in, uh, but is wearing a a, a, a studded leather armor, uh, and carrying a short sword that has the um, the the same kind of pommel as uh, Frey's did. It seems to be, you know, as you would know as a former bandit, a, a signet of being a, a captain of, of the bandits, uh, a status symbol of sorts. Um, are you looking, you looking for monies? Are you looking for, no. looking for monies? No, I feel like at this point, Lucky sees himself as a bandit captain player. So, he is collecting trophies. <laughs> So do you do you collect up the the short sword then? Yeah, I think uh, I'm looking particularly for the sword, not for use in fighting, but just as a collection. And then um, if he has a, a or if they had a ring signet like like a fray head, so it's like, do they have like the your your captain? You earn this, or is it just the sword thing that gets there? Oh no 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 no! So the sword thing is what you would know. Okay. Uh, checking checking their fingers, you do note that they have like a uh, like a just like a brass ring on. Um, but n not the same as what Frey was wearing. Right, just the trophy. So you take the blade, you take the, the ring. Uh, I'll um, leave the ring. I mean, okay. I, I, I don't want to take too much. Yes, I do. Yes, I, yes, I do. And I'll take the ring. <laughs> okay. Um, do you guys want to go through their pockets or? No? Yes? Okay. Do they have anything Pe shiny that's just like on the ground or around shiny I mean, stuff. they all have, like, belt pouches with various amounts of money inside of them. So... They're not using it. They currently are not using it, no. Um, between all of them, you find about 17 gold pieces worth of, of coinage in various amounts, uh, because there were one, two, three, four... Mopox, the captain, and then the two gerbings. Yeah, it's about 17 gold worth of uh, of, of coin. I'll divvy that up. Just the math. Um, as, as for the Mopox themselves, I mean, they're not... They're wearing just, like, kind of plain cobbled-together leather armor. They have short swords, short bows. Uh, the gerbings have daggers on them. Um, and they're also wearing some, like, kind of cobbled-together uh, leather armor. Do, do you guys think that maybe since we're trying to do an espionage, should we take some bandit clothes? I mean, uh, this Vulcan's got some uh, studded armor. If you want to, if someone you wants to start using this, 
might be a little heavy for me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he just kind of like looks down. I I don't think uh, any of this stuff would uh, fit me. Do they have like bandanas or anything signifying their banditry? Do they have band band bandit bandanas? Um. Yeah, cool sure. Tattoos. Why not? One of the mopox has a a bandit bandana. Uh, just maybe bandit. you think it's a bandit bandana. It's it's just a bandana uh, that they had tied around their their arm, uh, and it, it seems to be light blue in color. Uh, it's seen better days, but it is a bandana. I think I think this will help us blend in. Okay. Just gonna take it and tie it around like a little, like yeah, a sure, neck thing. Sure, yeah. The cute little bow in the bag. Okay. Anything else you guys would like to do? Gonna just like leave the carnage here. I mean we can move them out of we can move them out of the way. I don't know if there's much choice. I I think the best uh thing that we can do at the is uh, let them know when we get to the fortress because uh, this is a uh, rock. We can't really give them a sort of uh, burial. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think we could let them know that we were like, we found them when we were coming back together, to, you know, to tell them about everything that happened and all the hot like we could tell them, you know, we're gonna give them information. Uh, but how, can you, uh, do you mind clearing your throat? Your little. There's a lot of dust in the air. It might be making me a little red, a little scratchy. Are you okay? Do you anybody got any like, like, mint peppermint maybe or something? You got any? Is this a uh, mountain air? Is uh, hot on the voice? Got beans. <laughs> they are a magical fruit. <laughs> but okay. I, do, I definitely think we should at least get on. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we should like stay here if there's another troop of bandits. Also, try to put a troop here. About what time is it? Is it noon? Uh, so yeah, it was like early afternoon when this happened. So the fight itself only took maybe a minute. Um, so I mean, it's probably like one. Maybe one fifteen at this point. Maybe go further down the road and then have some lunch. We didn't get breakfast. We definitely need some rest. I just don't think in the middle of the road amongst a bunch of dead bodies would be the best idea. No. I'm sure we could find. Maybe we could find like a like a like a covering somewhere, like a little hide in, like a bowl or cave or anything. But you know, just a little nook. I'm not familiar with mountains, but like I look, you know. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to like proceed a little bit and see if you can't find a, a nook? Is that correct, Lucky? All right, Lucky, let's see if you can't find a nook down the road. Roll me survival. Oh, great. Um, you got this. An 11. An 11. So you look for a nook. Mm. I think you're walking for quite some time before you realize that you're not really sure what you're actually looking for. 
But eventually you're like, God, that kind of looks like an okay place to sit on the side of the road. Maybe we should just stop there. And that's definitely his internal thought process. External is, yes, yes, look, it's like what I was talking about. Clearly, you guys, this is the best place for us to rest for a minute if you guys would like. I'll keep an eye out for other mountain lions. And now I would like to use primeval awareness to make sure there's no other. Sure, lions. yeah. Um, so put that in the chat so we can we can all see it. Totally didn't have this before, chat. Don't worry. Yeah. It's use fun. your action. Expend one ranger spell slot. Focus your awareness on the region around you. For one minute per level, uh, you can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you or within six miles if you're if you're in your favorite terrain. So you're not in favorite terrain, but within one mile, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, face fiends, undead. I guess you can't. No beast. Never mind. No beasts. Are you sure? I mean, we can look for those. I don't mind. Are you sure? I'm sure Lucky would be convinced that he could find anything, frankly. <laughs> it's up to you. You don't have to spend it if you don't want to spend it. I mean, what other action might I use it for? Sure. <laughs> so you focus yourself in. You spend your range, one of your ranger spell slots. Um, you guys, what does Lucky do to expand their awareness this far? Uh, I feel like Lucky is like, once everybody's like settled, Lucky like crawls up on like a side rock around the nook, like mm -hmm. picks up some dust, drops it in the air, licks the dust a little bit. His little ears are twitching, looking, trying to see if he can hear anything. It has no, has, has, there's, it's not. But still, where there's lions, sometimes there's dragons. <laughs> lions, dragons, and bears, oh my. Entirely true, yeah. So you cast your, your mind outward looking for something, anything, one of these things that you can potentially find within a mile of you in these mountains. You soar up into the sky with the birds, you burrow under the ground with the moles, and you try and find any of these particular things. Um, I think you do get something for elemental, um, but it is deep, deep below you. And he's gonna, like, quietly thank all the animals that have lended him space. And we're fine! There's no more, uh, there's no dragons! So, could, I could have been one. Something. <laughs> Sits down quietly. There could have been. That is true. Uh, so would you guys like to take a, a short rest here? Is that the plan? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, so if you want to spend um, hit die, go ahead and, and go for it. Just click the word hit die on your sheet. I think we did fix those the last time we had done all of this, so they should be functioning. Uh, Eli, well, what you doing, bud? Oh, you know, just hearthing it up, and you can take the higher roll between two of your hit die roll. Like, you roll it, you you can re-roll it if, if it's not to your standards. But yeah. So the little hearth pops up, um, and what this allows you to do, there's a little iron cooking pot. Did you want to cook something as oh, well? Oh, you know it, man. I'm making my magnificent feast, and we're having some gush dang beans. Awesome. Making some beans. Spending 10 minutes to do this. Um, so whoever eats the beans from this heals themselves 2d4 plus 3, I believe, for cleric level. 
Yeah. Uh, and you can, and it lasts for for eight hours. So you yeah. can take it with you if you'd like, or if you'd like to have a munch on this lunch and not spend your hit die, or if you want to yeah. spend your hit die and take the two D four plus three, you're more than welcome to. I'm gonna roll another one. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna keep Whoa. the first one. <laughs> yeah. I'm save so you, my hit die. Okay. Uh, Lucky's gonna just back up some beans, but then take it. I hit die out. So. Okay. And it's plus three to the two D four. Yep, two D four plus three. Yeah. Yeah, Dag's just gonna eat. Yeah. Eat damn beans. Um. Six, on the beans. What is that, Pez? Are we are we all looking okay? Then, how's everybody doing? Uh, I'm looking better. I'm not. I uh, do. You, I guess your temporary hit points would have ended with heroism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They. So all of the stuff that you guys have been concentrating on had like a, I think a max limit of about ten minutes. Which by the time you had walked down the road some to take this short rest, all of that stuff would have ended. Gotcha. We could also do that. Possibly is that okay? Uh, a song of rest. Anyone can hear you performance regain hit points by spending hit die at the end of the short rest. Each of those extra creatures gets 1d6 hit points. Okay, yeah. So if you spent a hit die, you get to use just put in a 1d6, Ooh. and you get also that. Oh, no fooling? Yeah. Uh, what cooking healing spell is that? My that hero. is part of the, uh, the cleric of community that came with the, the Humblewood book. Yeah. Um, so blessing of the hearth is a, a little a little cook pot comes out and a little hearth like a little stone flagstone comes out and a little fire is on top of it a little magical fire yeah. uh, and you can use it to prepare a meal and whoever uses hit die during this short rest you can re-roll one of those hit die magnificent feast is like baby heroes feast that's um, my channel divinity as as that same cleric mm-hmm so it heals you 2d4 plus the cleric level. It also uh, will remove um, frightened or poisoned condition from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very cool. The little, the little uh, community cleric is actually, it's very sweet. It's yeah. very, uh, yeah. It's wholesome as heck. Super wholesome. Yeah. Just like <laughs> the rest wholesome. of this game. Um, okay, so you guys have taken your short rest, healed up a little bit, had a little snack, some of you. Uh, others others of you are maybe uh, packed, packed your beans for the road. Um, do you guys continue on your on your way? Yeah. All right, what's the marching order? Uh... Same as you guys were doing previously anyways? Yeah? Okay. Um, so because you were leading the pack, Lucky, Wait. roll me survival check. You are navigating this mountainous terrain to the best of your ability with a seven. You're loving it. You're killing it out here. Luckily, there is only one road. <laughs> You're probably going to still do okay. Uh, the rest of you that are that are walking around, if you would like to make perception checks, go ahead and go for it. I'm sorry to say, anybody? Yeah, nice. anyone. Okay. I mean, unless you're doing something particular while walking around that's not perceiving. I'm looking for things to put in my little scrapbook. <laughs> okay. Um, Pez, I think you've accidentally I done did. the... Yeah, that's fine. So it's a 20. 
uh, Eli with a, an 11 and Dagonet with a with a four because you're sadly still exhausted. Oh, poor Dagonet. Um, so Pez uh, with your 20, uh, you note that as you guys continue wandering on that the the sun dips behind the mountains rather early uh, in the afternoon, right? So you're kind of cast into the shadows of, of the mountains here. You can kind of still see that the sky is blue, but you're in somewhat darkness uh, rather early in the day. Uh, you don't pick out any other of these these mountain lions, but as of as you're kind of observing, you do see signs of of other campsites of where maybe patrols had camped or people who had been traveling to the stronghold had stopped. Uh, and, and made some camp. So uh, the evidence would be um, either like downed logs turned on their side uh, with, you know, stones around uh, what seems to be like a burnt out fire or, or coals from a fire, something like that. Kind of off to the side of, of this road as you continue to make your way into the, the mountainside. Uh, and yeah, it does, it does begin to get chilly as the sun drops behind the mountains. Uh, a, a nice like mist and fog begins to form as it becomes darker and darker. Hmm. Seems risky to be lighting fires. I don't know. There's places that are on fire. I guess it's like that. None of it went wrong. But jeez, it's fine. I mean, there's, there's not much like vegetation around here, so I don't know if it's gonna catch on fire. But noted. Be careful. Always be careful of dry conditions and fires. Heard about flammable rocks. No, I haven't. I haven't heard about flammable rocks. <laughs> well, I wouldn't doubt they exist because we've seen flammable bats. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're regular bats covered in something and then flammable on top of that? Maybe they're covered in flame. Maybe they eat the flammable rocks and then gain flammable powers. I'm writing that down. Like your next, your next hit. Zing of fire or something. A tail of the flammable rock. A rock named Zing. <laughs> you should hire me. <laughs> Maybe as a as a per hit basis. There'll be all hits. Oh, Every I believe one. it. <sighs> How far away are we? <laughs> are we there yet? I think as the day sort of comes to a close, and, and Lucky uh, may kind of like, every once in a while you like stray from the road. Like it, it like turns, you're like, oh, it's probably going to go this way. And then like your couple seconds, they're like, oh, no, not the road, not the road. Kind of got to go back over this way. It's fine. It's fine. It maybe delays you like maybe like 30 minutes to an hour or so. But eventually, yeah, in the darkness, finally through the mist, you can see a pair of great stone towers looming on the horizon. As you approach, you note they're connected to a, a squat and sturdy fortress with stands uh, among the crags. Uh, we'll just take Pez's perception. It is getting darker, so it's hard for you to see, but I think as, if they're backlit by some torchlight up on the walls, you'd be able to see that there are some shapes patrolling the parapets. Um, and you do see the banners with the crest of the bandit coalition hanging proudly from the walls. The walls themselves are around 100 feet high with guard posts stationed around the perimeter. Um, yeah, and it kind of like backs itself up into one of these mountain faces. 
So what's the plan? I don't think we need to get that. You guys want to stop and discuss what we do before we go in here? I don't know how long we have before. There's another patrol or something. Well, up until the mountain lines, the last plan worked. I mean, we can always... Clearly those bandits were a little off-put by two, no offense, feathered individuals being a, a bandit in our clan. So un mm. unless unless you guys have a really uh, clever story or you want to tell your story when they ask, I... Uh, I'm afraid. I don't. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can talk for you the whole time. They might. They might not. They might not. I'm not very good at convincing people of stuff. I just take it and leave, and then hope they never find out. If I mean, I can be fairly convincing, but I don't know if we'd want to risk it. I do think we have a bit of an advantage knowing that we know that Aldehot has two of the bandits that attacked out of heart before and that maybe we was we, we needed to come and tell them about it about what's happening you know like we have we we're a little bit ahead of the rest of the pack coming back essentially from that attack because i don't really know how many of them there were left it was just our little camp that we knew about so um to try i don't Look, all I know is I don't want to be on the bad side. So, well, I mean, are we on the bad side? But I don't want them to know that I'm on the bad side. You know. So we all came from Alderheart. But, like, a part of attacking team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe and you guys we were a part of, that. like we were talking about, a part of Alderheart's, like, you know, you guys were, like, spies. And Alderheart. Getting the lowdown on when was the best day to attack. When the shipments were coming in. I don't really know if they're going to be too keen on, like, sending people out to rescue their fellow bandits. Bandits are usually, like, bandits, bandits. You know what I'm saying? Like, out for themselves. You know, it's not like... kind of thing. But at least, you know, we show... fervor in letting them know. What do you think, Degany? Was it, uh... We're going to have to say something regardless. Uh, whatever we're going to say, it's, uh, I, I feel it's going to be a, an uphill battle. But uh, because, uh, you know, Pez and I uh, were, were not, you know, the part of the, the humble ground folk, but, uh, well, it, it, we got to try. Uh, you know, it, uh, if we. Say with, uh, we are part of the underground scene in, in Alderheart, uh, that I think it uh, be our best uh, option. Do uh, Eli, do you want to take the reins on this when we approach the god? You, you're big and intimidating, man. You don't you don't know that you are, but you're definitely big and intimidating. And I think that at least if uh, the big guy goes first, that I can back you up. Like, yeah, 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 what he said. Kind of thing, you know? Well, I, I don't know about intimidating i mean i no, 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 was no 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 we all know you're softy but they don't you know well i mean i was i was doing the strong silent act because you know my um 
shall we say pleasant demeanor might be a little it might it might give me away i i can try i can try um now we'll you don't give us your money we'll uh <clears throat> kick your behinds yeah you look a little constipated i'll just take the ring it's fine uh, i tried lucky it's fine not everybody can be as conniving. All right. I guess I'll uh, I'll try, but then we'll... Uh, you gotta all take up your own story once they ask it, because, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Vulpin. I got the Vulpin swords. I could be like, hey, these are captains that... Well, one of them we lost in Aldehaw. The other one we found had been ravaged by lions. Mount, mountain lions on the path on the way up here. And it was our, our duty to bring them back. To, you know, be like, eh. Well, maybe we saw the other group getting attacked by lions and we tried to we save them tried to save know? them but we ended up being the stronger bandits yeah we uh we got the we got the stuff suddenly um okay well do you uh i'm gonna be honest with you do you remember the leader's name because me as a player has cannot remember so <laughs> It was also said to us at some point, but player uh, is... It is General Bena Saradin. Bena Saradin. I knew it was a B. I thought it was Brenda. Brenda Saradin. <laughs> uh, best not to call it uh, Brenda. Yeah, it might, uh, that would not uh, start us on the right foot, no. Right. We can see... She goes by General. General Saradin. Yeah. General Saradin. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm changing my story real fast. I don't know if anybody. I I think maybe because I don't know anything about spying or or secrets or anything like that. But maybe 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 we just we just did some odd jobs for the for the bandits and then you know the the, the fires happened and we heard that it's safer up here. Maybe we're just coming to rally because we don't want to be an Alderheart, right? Alderheart's made out of wood. Lucky leans over to Eli. Are you sure she wouldn't be a good hostage? Pretty sure she'd be a good hostage. I don't re really feel great about that. I mean, you don't know what she, what the general's doing with hostages these hey, days. You're right. You're right. Mm. You're not good at being the strong, silent type, Pez? Oh, I can try. I'm gonna... Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Very, very, yeah, right. I'm a strong, silent bard. What if you were just uh, Dagonet's apprentice in the carpenter business? Working... I don't... I look at it. Let's just tell him you were spies. You're very, you're okay. very, okay. You were very convincing. I don't know. I have amnesia. I'm a spy with amnesia. Well, you could <laughs> always play the card like I'm a spy, but you know, if I gave away all my secrets, it wouldn't be a very good spy, now, would I? You don't have to know anything. Like you, you, are clearly a great bot. All right, let's just let's, okay. You're a great bot. All right. You're just looking for uh, 
worldly tales, right? And uh, bandits uh, have good tales. You you could have been also working the taverns, trying to scope out people. That you could have been telling Dagame who to put the latches and the bottom of the floors to trap. Weak, weak. That guy's weak. Get him. You know that kind of thing. He didn't tip me as much when I was telling that tale clearly, or he was tipping me very much. That's a target, you know. Oh, that's oh. We're all working together. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna forget all of this when we get in there. Rolled a six <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so my real dice are rolling as poorly as my roll twenty dice. Perfect. Just so that everybody's aware. Great. Great balance. Sorry, I was fidgeting with dice. Uh, okay. Um, well, it is late in the evening. Do you guys want to try and approach the camp tonight? Hmm. I, I, what, what would look more suspicious, approaching at night or approaching in the day? Uh, is there ever a good time to infiltrate a bandit fortress? I I I think if uh, we're normal bandits, it doesn't matter when we decide to walk up to the door. Be like, mm. hey, we're home. Yeah, walk like we own the place because you know. You know if we're, we're bandits. To we do. Right. You know, if we act scared or you know sneaky, they're they're quite. Or make a big flourish about answering. Yeah, I I agree. Blend we'll in. Walk up to the door. Act natural. I imagine mountain lions are really active at night too, right? Uh, how much do you know about mountain lions? They're my favorite enemy, so I imagine <laughs> they're beasts, right? Yeah. So roll, uh, roll a nature check with advantage. Sweet. Oh, good. That's my intelligence. Negative. Sweet. Uh, a, a ten. ten. <laughs> um, you know, some big cats are nocturnal, but some are also day hunters. Uh, right now, you don't remember which one mountain lions are. You were attacked in the daytime, and there was four of them, and they attacked a really large group. So maybe they just don't have any fear. I mean, like I, said, I, I certainly don't want to be camping out here at night when they could have advantage because cats have great eyesight at night, you know? I think we should, I think we should, I think, I think we should get it that way. That's my opinion, that's my vote, that's my vote. If we're voting, are we voting that way? Are we voting that we're voting? That's what I'm voting. Go ahead. Unless anybody needs to rest, I'll be glad to stay up and keep an eye out, but... Not, uh, as uh, much as I would like to uh, sleep tonight, uh... I also don't want to be uh, bitten in half by mountain lions, or not sleeping next to a cliff again. You know that not think, my first choice. I don't know when they're gonna send out another patrol, and I don't know how well we can hide our whole like body, you know. So I don't know if uh, they came across us just sleeping. Like, eh, we we were really close, but we just decided to nap outside the doors. No problem, you know. It might look a little. Is this as we said? Yeah. Uh, just go in. Get, uh, get there as fast as we can, yeah? Is there a uh, guard outpost out front? There, there is. There are guards posted. Uh, yes. So, um, you do know that there's a like a small 
single file like entry door that seems to be guarded off to the side the the main door where the the wagons and things would would go in uh doesn't seem to be guarded but it also looks like the portcullies are down for the night right it's all barred off um but over to the side there does seem to be currently uh, a small side door that does have two guards posted for now and it not super sure how long they'll be posted for the evening uh but you do know that they're well armored mopox um you can tell from some of the tor torchlight that it seems to glint off their chainmail, and they're wielding large axes. They're also much bigger than the Mopox that you've seen previously. All right, what I do know about bandits is you uh, you don't let them know you're weak. All right? So, take a moment. Puff your chest out. We're going to walk up there. And we're just going to try to walk in past them like we know what we're doing. And when they ask, then we'll talk about whatever we got to talk about. But I don't know if there's much of a chance to get in. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll just go just try to make it happen, right? Is that is the plan? Yeah. Also, keep an eye out for alternative uh, exits just in case something goes very uh, bad. And we have to make a quick run now. Exit. Right. I'm sure Duly one. noted. One. You guys ready? You look you look great. You look fierce. You look like bandits. You're very dirty. You're covered in dried blood. You're great. You, do, you look you look great, Pez. You look particularly I took on a big cat. Very so, dirty. Um, do they have shackles in there? I wouldn't be that wouldn't be the first question I'd ask of you. <gasps> terrible. Alright. Okay. So you approach the uh, the side door here with the two uh, armored Mopox. Okay. Hey. Who goes there? It's late. Yeah, we were, uh, we were, uh, f first of all, hello. Uh, yeah, come out, come, come close, get in the torchlight so I can at least see you. You like, Lucky walks forward, kind of like making sure both of the captain swords are like leaning forward. Oh, both of them. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just like we uh, Why? we were headed here because we have news from Aldehot about the attack that we took on them. Uh, you look like hell. It's been are a, you all right? It's been a rough couple of days. We also encountered one of your patrols out there, um, who has been completely ravaged by mountain lions. It was. We, we took care of the rest of the mountain lions, but they were gone. This is the uh, captain of that patrol's sword. Uh, he looks down and he looks at the other, and he sees both swords. And says, oh, captain, captain, I'm sorry. And he straightens up. The other one next to him goes, oh, oh, oh. and they both give you a salute. Yeah, so we're going to uh, we're gonna go in and rest because it's been a rough couple of days. Uh, has there been anything you've been keeping an eye out for? Any any dangers that's happened? Any, any problems lately? Well. Anything we need to report out here? No, but we know General Saradin's got something really big coming up. She's got some real big ideas in that head of hers, right? And I think, I think we're gonna take it right to him. We're gonna, we're gonna take all the heart down, you know, from the roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bottom branches to trunk. Yeah. Um, Wait. Yeah. Who, who's that with you? Uh, this is the rest of my crew. I know they look a little disheveled as well. Uh. Oh, yeah. Don't talk to this Look guy. Terrible. Don't make eye contact. He. 
Oh. He's had a rough time. At least two lions he oh. had to take down himself. Two lions? Yeah. Two of them. Wow. Two of them? Yeah. This, incredible. This beautiful, beautiful, budded fella tapping on Dagonet's chest. Uh -huh. Um, He is extremely strong. Uh, Is one of my spies that we got into all the hearts. We have information. Don't tell Shantan about it. Between you and me, all right? You know. Yeah, spies. That would be that makes sense because you need the wing, you need the feather types to to really fit in in Aldehar, right? Yeah. 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 And this lady, look how beautiful she is. I mean, she's a little dirty right now, but this beautiful lady is also a spy. Tells the what? tales, fills everybody's ears with all the tales about how the bandits are she's gone. She's a bard. She's a bard. Oh, I, I like bards. <laughs> What's your favorite song? Um. Well, there's one um, about a Mopok tinker who um, he falls in love with a woman who was far above his station. And he, well, they run away together and, and they live happily ever after um, in a beautiful land on, on a lake. And they have a home and many children. And Larry. Uh, Larry, I'm going to need you to stop right there. Um, we need to not bother the captain and the crew. Oh, right. Um, well, if you uh, if you're around uh, tomorrow and you want to play the, well, I'm sure everyone inside would love a little jaunty tune. It's been real, well, it's been real tough up here, you know. And Larry, Larry, I'm really going to need you to just, you're just going to have to stop now. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Larry, you're going uh, to have to teach me that song. Oh, I, I, I'd love to. It's, you know, it's an old standby for us humble folk. I know that you winged folk always up in the trees and stuff, but some of the best music comes down from on the ground. Yeah, I, uh, I will have to uh, agree with that one, yeah. Oh, you, uh, you you like being on the ground, too? You one of the one of them ground-winged ones? I spend many, many years on the ground, yes. Oh, that's isn't it wonderful down here? Everything's right, right, nice and close. And he like stomps on the ground. Larry, Larry, seriously, this is—I mean, this is getting to be a little much. Oh, 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 oh! All right, Captain. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let y'all be now. Um, uh, with advantage, Lucky. Yes. Please roll me a persuasion check. See if they buy your concocted nonsense. Woo! Oh God! Why? That is a ten. <laughs> well, Larry's convinced. Um. All right. Um. Well, head on inside, and uh, I'll have Larry here. I gotta watch the door. Can't trust Larry in his eyes. Nope, it's real dark out here. Can't see nothing. I'm just gonna escort you to uh, to the barracks, and uh, we'll see if we can't get you a spot to to sleep. And uh, I'm sure General Saradin would love to hear your report in the morning. I was going to ask you a question. We've been on this mission for quite a while out on the other side of Aldehot, scoping out Aldehot, trying to find a place to get in. It takes a while to infiltrate a system. Is General's office still where it used to be over in the area? Like, has it uh, moved at all? I know, oh, I know uh... she's got great taste and, like, you know... Yeah, no. So she's uh, still up in the uh, the inner keep area. Yeah, the older part of the the fortress. You know, we built out this whole side here, but she's still up in the the top there, in the, where the infirmary is. Oh, all right, all right, cool. 
That'd be wonderful. I'll take you guys right on inside. Yep. Um, you just follow me. And so they yeah. open the small side door, and uh, there's a nut. Like, Larry knocks on it in a very particular way. Um, and then you hear, like, a bar slide on the back, and the door opens, uh, and you're ushered inside where it is then closed behind you. Um Larry greets the other guards. Say, "Well, yeah, we've got we've got a captain that's returned in." No, oh no, I I don't recognize them, but you know they've got two captains' sword and they've got spies in their crew, which is pretty cool if you ask me. And one of them's a bard, which is awesome. Yeah, I thought I'd ask if they'd play us a song, but they said they're a little busy and might be tomorrow morning. So, you know, be around. Oh, sorry, y'all, you guys come on in. We're I'll I'll walk you over to the barracks and such. Um. So once you're inside, uh, you uh, find a wide courtyard, which uh, contains uh, what looks to be like a small community of humble folk. It is, it is very late in the evening, so there's not a whole lot of activity going on. Um, but you do see some walking around with arms and armor, but some seem to be unarmed and just wearing regular clothes. There's also some children and, and women and what seem to be you know mothers and caretakers around. Um, and there are two buildings inside these walls, as well as a narrow road that leads upwards towards what looks to be uh, a, a keep inside of the fortress walls. Um, there's a, a large building uh, to the east, and it has rows of target dummies up in the front. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that anyone's using them right now, but it does seem that they probably do some archery training here or something. Then there's one uh, to the west of that building, which is slightly smaller. It looks a bit like a barn, uh, and you can kind of see around it that there's uh, supply wagons that have been piled up, and they're like covered in tarps and, and when they're sitting outside. Um, there's a, uh, a large canvas tent over near the, the, the first building. Uh, it does seem to be guarded. Uh, and as a gust of wind kind of blows up, some torchlight reveals uh, some cages inside. Uh, you looking mm. around the inside corners of the walls, you can see some spiral staircases that, you know, let you up onto the upper levels. And now that you're inside, you can see two people. Uh, you can see guards walking the parapets with, uh, you know, torches, and they have bows that, uh, strapped onto them. Um, and you can see the inside of the, the main gate where there's two large levers and it does look like that the, there's a drawbridge that is up and the portcullis is currently down since it is not expecting anyone to arrive today. Uh, so Larry has walked you inside and he's starting to walk you towards the, the large wooden buildings. Well, I don't know when the last time you guys were here, but we uh, rebuilt the barracks and it can house almost 300 bandits at this point in time. I know it's quite incredible. Just get on inside. But we've got them stacked three high in the bunk beds now too. So everyone's hitting out in tents around the back. We don't have enough room for just about everyone, but we do have quite a sizable force that we can house here in the stronghold. Now, when did y'all say that you were last here? Been, Eli. Hmm. A year. Yeah, it's been 
like a year. Oh, whole, whole dang year. Well, you guys have been doing some pretty good work out there then. I see that you need to get yourselves cleaned up. The barracks has some wash buckets that you can probably make some use of. And we can get your armor and stuff tended to in the morning when all the armorers are up and doing their jobs. Now, I'll just drop you off here at the barracks and uh, I'll let the other guards know around here that you'll be expected to see the General Saradin in the morning. Alright, uh, that'd be great. Do we, um... I don't, I don't mean to lean in. I don't need to, like, pull any sway or anything, but is there any, like, captain's quarters around here? Is it just everybody? Oh, that's right! You're a captain! No, I'm, I'm gonna have to be honest here. We tore down what was the separate captain's corners on General Saradin's orders. She said that it was good for the captain to be seen with their men, and that we then put all of that extra material into building this great big barracks right here. Great. All right. I guess we'll find some, uh, some uh, spaces together so we can be seen together. Right, guys? Yeah, they're really tired. Uh, all right. We'll, uh, right, so just... Especially. <laughs> Just head on inside, and um, right here on the right, there should be some open bunks. I'll let the quartermaster know, uh, and you guys just get some good rest, and you'll be uh, tallied up for in the morning. They'll take your names and make sure that you come back all safe and sound, and we'll probably send out a patrol to, to verify what you had said about them mountain lions, make sure there aren't any other ones patrolling around. Yeah, yeah those, those, like, at least four there. This must be a problem. Four yes. of them? Yeah, wow, I had never seen... I've only seen the one, and it was way off in the distance, but I ain't never seen them four all together. That's incredible. Yeah, well, speaking of, you better get back on your post, because you don't know if your partner's dealing with one right now. That'd be pretty important. Hmm. That's right. Well, now, y'all have a great evening, uh, and, uh, well, I'll probably be off shift by the time you guys are going to see General Saradin, but give her my best, would you? She's, she's a right wonderful woman. We will. We'll definitely, we'll definitely tell her that Larry says good, good morning. Well, thank you. I'm going to go head back to my post now. Y'all have a great night. All right. And Larry turns to leave. Um, inside the barracks, you note, as you walk in, uh, it could house quite many, like, quite a many people. Uh, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't seem full. Uh, and you do note that it is being used to house, in some cases, uh, children, um, and not necessarily just soldiers. Um, it looks like there are some families that live here, uh, and ref maybe refugees of some kind. Um, but there are some empty bunks over to the, the right-hand side of the main door uh, that, that seem to be available for you. They each have, like, a uh, what seem to be, like, knitted together blankets on top of them and uh yeah they're available for your use eli did you see the uh the tent with the cages on the way in i'm sorry i couldn't hear uh did you see the uh tent with the cages on the way in yeah i clocked that when i came in no. i didn't get a good look at the cages though but but if it's not do you remember so many families here and i i don't remember much time here ever i was just always in little outskirts of the swamp doing small jobs with the uh, prey so 
I I was never told that there was families being raised here. Hmm. I hope Richard it... wasn't a part of any of these families. Well, hopefully not. I just I don't know. I didn't expect it to look so much like a. Well, frankly, I guess a refugee camp. It very distinctly unbandit like. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know many bandits to take in refugees either. So. You think they're? Think they're hostages? I don't know. Maybe, maybe these these bandits have been dealing with the fires just like we have. Mm, could be. Could be. Just weird huh. though that they wouldn't just loot them and be like, eh, whatever, bye, and then, you know. Well. We could always try to get the scope off the uh, general. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what this big plan is he's talking about with all the hot. I don't know, but it can't be good, especially given the fact that that assault wasn't the big plan. Right? Like the whole god was up there. Maybe that was the... Well, the test. The, te the trial run. I don't know. We need more information. Hey, uh, Pez, you did say they have some wash basins around if you want to get cleaned up at all. I know you're probably itching to get all that dirt off you. Very gross. You need somebody to go with you? Do you need, like, a god or something? Are you afraid? Of, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be public baths or not. How far away are we from other people? You do note that off to the side, there is a small vulpin child that is, like, watching you wonderment. Specifically Pez, because you're... A, a bird folk, and B, your coloration is wild from what they are used to. And they're kind of just looking at you like. <laughs> There's a very small. I'm going to throw on my, my fancy cloak real fast, just on top of this one. <sighs> and then, like, play a quiet little tune. <gasps> that immediately gets the attention of six other children that are oh, in the room. Uh, hedge children, <laughs> vulpin children, a couple of ma pox, um, and a, and a servant child as well, all show up in front of you, and they just... And, like, the first one just kind of, like, sits down cross-legged. You're really, really good at that. Oh, oh, well, thank you. It's just a lot of practice. All you gotta do is practice and also maybe have an instrument, but you can make an instrument out of anything. Anything? Some, yeah. Go outside, get some sticks, and start banging stick? them together. Mm-hmm. Guys, let's go get sticks. We're going to bang them together and make music. And they all, like, sprint outside. But, like, the people that were taking care, they're like, no, 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 it's dark outside. You can't go out there. Come back inside. And, the, like, the guards outside are, like, trying to round them back up and get them back. Inside. No, we're going to get sticks, and we're going to make music. It's going to be really awesome. I'm going to be in a band. And they're going to, like, run around, and you see the, the Vulpin kid come back, and he's got a couple twigs in his hand. He's like, okay, I have my sticks. And he, like, sits back down on the ground. Oh, I didn't realize this was going to be a lesson. I thought you were just going to leave. All right. Just feel it. Feel the rhythm. Am I doing it? Am I doing it? The acoustics in here are pretty terrible, though, if you want to go outside. And What's an acoustic? <laughs> outside again? Outside again! The acoustic better! And he runs back outside, and they're just, you know, giving the adults general trouble uh, for some time. Uh, what would you like to do, Pez, while they're gone? Quick. 
I'm gonna run away. Where do you go? To the wash basin. To the wash basins. Yeah, there's a couple of them like back in the back, and they're like they're literally just buckets full of water. Uh, this isn't like a super nice affair. Oh, um, but there's like stalls and there's like wash buckets. Oh, how how does the water in the wash buckets look? Relatively clean. Cleaner than I am. Yes, absolutely cleaner than you are. Uh, and there seems to be like some some like cloths that you can wash yourself with as well. Is it pretty far away from? Are there still children? Uh, I think you've made your way past and and into the back and into one of these somewhat private area for the time being that you are not currently being bothered. I'm gonna, okay, I'm just gonna wash up real fast and then and then go back. But really yeah, just like get just, you know get all the crusty blood off of you, right? Because the that's the thing blood. that you need to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you can definitely clean yourself up. Uh, so the rest of the party, what else? Uh, what else are you doing? Dag finds the nearest bed and passes out. Yeah, I mean it's right there, and you know what? There's one that's on the bottom, and you can just fall into it. Oh yeah, it's close to the ground. He is snoring in seconds. Yep, Dagonet is exhausted, but when you're done, that level of exhaustion will be gone. Um, Eli, Lucky, what are you guys doing? Um, I don't know. I guess Eli's just gonna try and get comfortable and hang out, and I guess wait until they meet with the the bandit general you look uncomfortable do you want to go and like take a bit of a patrol look around see if we can see anything no nah, I, I don't I don't want to draw too much attention to ourselves I just I don't know it's been a while since I've even run with any of these types they they very well might not even still be alive the people that know me but how long did you run with the bandits i know we had a short stint together but i don't know anything about your overall time with them i was just probably joined up when Mm, probably about 10 years. Well, you really did spill some time with them. You were probably just a little, uh, a little baby when you started up with them, huh? You're so young already. Yeah. I was a young punk. Just good at cards and good at talking people out of their money. I, I don't know. I, I just... I don't like being back here. It's a lifetime ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we gotta. I, I imagine by this. Does that get a snore? No. Look, he's having to like raise his voice over Dagonet. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. We'll have to get some rest, you know. I can't, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to run away now. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. In between the snores, we might, we might have, have to just wait, get up earlier than the god come, you know. 
Uh, and Lucky's going to try to take the top bunk to at least, like, keep his sword. Yeah, yeah. They are three. They're yeah. stacked three high. They're rather close together to get to that point. But, like, they've definitely got them packed in here. And when you get up to the top, you can see, you know, a lot of the other rest of the building, right? And you do note that there's, like, a lot of families here. And it's not just, you know, armored uh, hedges and volpins and otherwise, which they are in here as well. And you can see them kind of like, they're kind of off to their own side. There's maybe 50 of them. But Has Pez come back yet? Yeah, sure. Pez can have come back. Pez, did you want to come back? <laughs> yes. Or did you want to go with the children to make a band? Um, did, uh, can you, uh, you, you, made, you made some friends with those with all those kids, right? They look like they trust you. Or at least a little fan I mean, about I guess. At some point, will you ask them about Aldehot? Maybe the Huda Aldehot? Or the great spy Pez in Aldehot? You know? Ooh, tell them a story? What do you want? He, what do you, what do you well, want? Well, you can tell them whatever you want. But I, I just... I want to know how they feel about that city. Like... Kids this young already got a... a uh, chip on their shoulder about all the and the people there. Like, what are they, what are they being told about all the hot? You know, are, are the kids still awake? Are they? Can we hear them banging? Well, outside? they they they've been rounded up since you went to the baths. Um, they've kind of been they've been given back to to people who are taking care of them. Um, but you can like if you look around, you can definitely go find them. They're in the building. How late is it? Is it, would it be, I mean, are they sleeping? Uh, I mean, you guys got here, like, in the evening. Again, it got dark rather quickly when you were in the mountains. Um, so, they're, like, they're being put to bed, right? They were being washed up for bed when they came and saw you. So now it's kind of, like, getting them calmed down and then into bed. Like, maybe go off of the, to sing them a bedtime tune. Oh, that's real smart. Lucky, you are so smart. Okay. Uh, you know, somebody's gonna be. write so many songs about you, Lucky. I think I'm gonna do that then. No rats. Do you want to come with or? Um, I think. I mean, it's. I imagine the children's like sleeping areas within view, with an eye shot, or whatever. You can, you can kind of make it out. Yeah. At least I'll keep an eye on you from over here. And if you get uncomfortable, just come back, you know? You got this. I just don't want them to be intimidated by their being a captain yet, you know? Oh, yeah, you are pretty fancy. <laughs> Put that in your song. Oh, yeah, all your swords and how you wield them all at the same time. All of them, like, three of them. Yeah, one with your tail, two with your hands. Yeah. Definitely. Lucky right. sword face. I'll take, that as a, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just scoot on over there and just yeah. So you head on over to where you see the kids, and you see that most of them are either sleeping two or three to a bunk, uh, mostly taking up the the younger kids, and even some like small babies are on like the bottom bunks, middle bunks, and then you know the top ones are for some of the older children. And you see that there's a, a hedge woman and a, a servant. Uh, man, they're like taking care of these children. There's to be about like 12 uh, total children here. And uh, there's these two 
you know, well, adults, a middle-aged uh, hedge woman and uh, kind of an older servant gentleman um, that are that are getting them ready to, for bed. And the hedge woman is like tucking in. Uh, well, all right now, young Jim, you know, you just gotta you gotta get into bed now, okay? And you notice the the little little Jim is the uh, the Vulpin child, and he's still holding on to his sticks. And he's like, no, I'm gonna be in a band, and I want to play. And he like hits the side of the thing. With like he said, hits the bed frame with his sticks. I'm gonna be a band. I'm gonna be awesome. She's like, "Well, now, Jim, it's okay. Now I'm gonna take these away from you, and I'm gonna put them right here in my pocket, right here, and then you can get them back in the morning." Goes, but no, I really want. Uh, oh, and then Jim sees you behind her as you approach. Oh, it's the it's a pretty lady. And so the the hedge woman turns around. Oh. Well, hello there. Uh, how may I help you? <clears throat> hello. Uh, I, I, I just came in today. Um, I, I was playing a little song over there, and the kids seemed to like it, and I was wondering if maybe I could play, like, a lullaby? Oh, that would be right to... wonderful, I think. Yeah, they would They would absolutely love that. Now, I, some of them are kind of sleeping, so if you play real quiet, like, but little Jim here, and you see Jim just, like, his eyes are white. <gasps> You gonna play a song for us? <laughs> and the, some of the other kids, like one of them, like pops his head over. You see, it's like a, ser a young servant. He's got like little, tiny little budding antlers on his head. He turns and says, oh, "Go play a song? <laughs> Go, yeah." And they're they're kind of like they get up and they're all sitting on the edge of the bed and they're they're waiting for you. Oh my goodness! Well, bless your little hearts. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play a song special for you. Um, this, this song, actually, I, I learned while touring around the, the Alderheart region. Have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah, Je Joseph Saracen says Alderheart is where all the bad birds come from, but you're a really pretty bird, so I'm sure you're one of the good ones. Right? Well, I would right, sure hope bird? so. Are you a good bird? You We're a good bird? We're all trying our best, aren't we? Are you, are you a good boy? Yes. He looks up at the hedge woman. Well, what'd you say about all the? You're from the Alderheart region. Oh, I've been all around touring, but I was gonna play a song from the area that I heard. If that's all right, or I could choose a different region. No, no, no. It, it, it's it's fine. Um, well, most everyone here doesn't necessarily like Alderheart all that much. Lost all our homes from fires that are coming in and you know birch guard didn't do nothing about it and, but the bandits took us in and you know they sent us here up to general saradin's place and well she's been right good in taking care of us but don't don't mind them when they're talking about bird folk like that general saradin well she she doesn't like the the bird folk council too much so she she says some things that maybe she doesn't really mean about about you feathered folk. Oh no, I completely understand. There is a lot going on politically. I've heard while touring around, but uh, yeah, it's just it just seems like a right mess, doesn't it? And then with the fires and it's it's just a lot. And I'm so sorry you lost your homes, and I'm very glad you yeah. found a place here. Well. Well, some of these kids here, I mean, it's lucky that we were even around for them. That one there, and he points up to the, the servant boy. He's an orphan, lost his whole family in one of the fires. 
Luckily, he got picked up by one of the bandit camps that were just coming to see if they could scavenge, and they found him. He'd been on his own for three whole days. Oh, my goodness. And they took him in and took care of him? Absolutely. They Apparently, General Saradin has, has given new life and new directive to, well, these bandits. New honor. They, they take care of the humble folk. Now, like I said... Some of them don't take too kindly to the winged folk, but, you know, we've been on the ground for so long, almost entirely downtrodden by the church guard and the council themselves. They, I mean, they won't even allow us representation on the council. That is filthy. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm sorry I took so much of your time here. The kids are all waiting and there you see them there they're like super waiting impatiently like they started kind of like wrestling with each other on the beds and stuff they're all getting really worked back up into being awake which is not what they need to be doing right now so I, i'm sorry about that i i can talk your ear off some other time oh for sure i was just gonna ask really quick do, do the kids have chores they do here do they how do oh, they help yeah, out they, what do they do they 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 uh they help with the uh, they bring in all the fresh waters and such we have wells so we do they do well runs for us and help with the washing and they help with the cooking and the cleaning um some of the older ones they help with fletching arrows and they apprentice under some of the blacksmiths and the armor smiths and they're doing real good work there and they're learning how to build stuff that's how we built this whole area here is we got a couple good carpenters here and they taught some of the other humble folk how to how to build so we made a right little community here i do think you know a, a found family that is just absolutely lovely you have given me inspiration i'm gonna i'm gonna do a lullaby if that's all right i would love to chat more though later oh no that's wonderful i'm just gonna sit down and you know that there's like a really old rocking chair for some reason that's over here and she sits down in it and picks up two knitting needles and you note that like this yarn that she's using is very similar to the ones that are made for the blankets that are on your bed she probably made those blankets um but yeah, she sits and she begins to you know, clack, 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 clack as she rocks back and forth. And the kids are all just sitting there waiting. I'm going to take out the owlos and just play a soft little tune. Mm -hmm. Just quiet and calm. And and they really, really enjoy it. Um, the ones that were rowdy stop to listen and they... They've never heard anything that you've been playing before, especially in the style or skill that you've played it at. Um, and you do note that some of the younger ones kind of eventually nod off and they kind of like lean on each other and they're sleeping. And, and once once she notices the, the caretaker, she, she gets up and she like you know, tucks them all in one by one until the last one awake is the young servant orphan up at the top. That was, that was real, real nice. Thank you. And he lays back down in bed, and he kind of like he's turned and looking at you from up on top of like this third bunk, and he just, and he just kind of sits there, and eventually his eyes also close, and he goes to sleep. And the caretaker she comes up, he says, "Thank you very much for that. They were so wild earlier today, and you just put them right to sleep. It's a blessing that we have you here. What's your name, young one?" Oh, my name is. Fez. Fez? Is that with a, with an F? Yes, ma'am. Oh, well, that's wonderful. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just starting out, but I, I enjoy playing. Good to have you here. I'm Maria. You Hello. can come find me whenever. And I hope you do enjoy those blankets over there. I, I did make them out of some of the wool that we had. They are um, so soft. You do so good with these kids, too. Oh, my God. Thank you. I I lost mine. I, I, you know, I keep... You know, I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you some other time. You go get some rest. You've had a long day. I'm going to give her a hug. And she does, and she brings you in, and it's like the warmest, tightest hug. It reminds you a lot of when you gave your parents your a good the goodbye hug, and she embraces you tightly, and then she, you know, she moves you back and she pats you on the shoulder and says, "Have a good night, darling." I'm gonna cry. And uh, she goes and she sits back down in the chair and she continues knitting and she starts humming softly to herself uh, the tune that you were just playing. And um, I think that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Is uh, we fade out on this old, you know, this middle-aged edge woman who seemingly lost her children and has found some new ones. And our party has uh, infiltrated the bandit camp. As it were. But thank you very much, guys, for, for tuning in this evening. I super duper appreciate it. This has been Diefall Alderheart episode eight. Um, we're gonna go around the horn here and uh do some shout-outs and then we'll we'll wrap up the show. Um let's go, let's do let's do Miss Simply Jackson first. I know you're off camera right now, but where can the people find you at? People can find me in regret and misery. No, um, you can find me at uh, simply Jackson, no underscore in between the two on Twitter, or simply Jackson with an underscore between the Y and the J. Here on uh, Twitch, I play a variety of video games. I'm also on another D and D show live over on Kobold Press's channel every Tuesday. Um, I uh, I have many fields right now, so I am so I I lucky i mm, i debates <laughs> big debates thank thanks thanks joel yeah no problem it was really fun thanks, thanks. for being on the show this evening thanks I for almost murdering it. me with a rock and then murdering my heart yeah, well, i do what i can <laughs> the lady may where can the people find you at oh uh, they can find me here thursdays uh playing the D D is dagon a and then you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram as Lady May. And then sometimes on my stream when I do things. Hopefully one day again, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> I hope so too. I really, really do. It'll be good. Thanks for being on tonight, May. I appreciate it. Uh, bonus stage, Rob. Where can the people find you at? You can find me at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob eventually <laughs> coming soon to a stream near you because I'm, you know, I'm moving and it's going to be great. I also play games occasionally that steal my feelings. Are we the bad guys? Like, I hate this. I hate this. Catch me here questioning my life decisions. <laughs> Or catch me at twitch.tv slash game nights. That's game with two G's like GG and K and nights like the guy with the sword. I play Travis, the steely boy, 
he 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 burgles he borgles he's got a skeleton key it's probably magical it's great um that's it game nights uh 4 p.m eastern this weekend from probably my laptop or phone because i forgot where my internet was (laughs) this weekend um and i'm in the process of booking another ttrpg show which i could probably announce next week for sure i think i don't know who's to say it's exciting so yeah yeah whatever man (laughs) love you too (laughs) love you too malaveth I came around to you last Hi. because we had a we had a nice little little talk at the very end there, role playing wise. Um, where can the people find you at? Why do you do this? <laughs> You're supposed to have feelings. You're supposed to stab things. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Not really, but you know. Hi, my name's Malibeth. I'm on the internet. I post a lot of art and stuff on Twitter uh, slash Mally underscore games because I can't get Malibeth, even though I've asked Twitter, but they haven't gotten back to me yet. The person hasn't used their account for like 11 years, but apparently I can't now. Um, anyway, hi, my name is Malabeth. I stream three days a week, uh, playing Jedi Fallen Order currently, but I'm almost done. So if you don't want to watch the ending, don't come over. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much. Um, hi, I'm Joel. This is my channel. I'm Runaway Robot, so you probably figured that out. If you're new here, please follow this channel and follow all of the other lovely people that are here. Um, the, the biggest things that I, I have to say is that we, I did roll out a Patreon for Diefall, specifically the Dungeons and Dragons portions of this. Uh, it is now fully updated with tiers and things. Uh, so if you want to be part of an NPC name roulette or have a recurring NPC or have art stuff or behind the scenes things, uh, go to patreon.com slash Diefall and, uh, contribute to the show because all of the proceeds go directly to the cast members that uh that decide that they they want that um other than that we'll be playing again next week 7 p.m eastern standard time and we're gonna see what happens with these banditos and thanks very much for for being here tonight guys yo yo you know what else is updated with tears what is that? me after the end of this episode hey. Whoa. Hey. all right that's it that's we'll all. see you guys next time goodbye <laughs>